Everyone's going crazy. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's hey. men on the hey. internet. Hey. hey, we're back internetting. Hey. hey. All right, let me get my pop smoke. Mm. Go ahead. Mm. Hey, bro. <laughs> Hold on. You ever just not use Hold syllables? Hold on. <laughs> What's up, Sonia? You're not New York enough. We back on the internet. Hey. It's the fellas. It's back. It's the official release. I'm a year boy, you know me. I've been so gone. I like red bones. My type. These are the fellas, and we're back on the internet. We're about to give you the takes of the century. Mm. We're about to give you the words of the day. Mm. We're about. Are you ready, Chris? Are you just adding uh, segments to the show? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we should have a segment. The word smell of the, day. of the week. Word of the day. <laughs> smell of the week. How would you know? I don't know. You would never. Hey. I just say, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that smells like blueberry. Yeah. Just uh, farts. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> this is the song for me. Yo, Pop Smoke, R.I.P. Man, I miss him. All right, I miss him like I knew him. Welcome to Men on the Internet. This is a show created by men, watched by just anybody who's watching. <laughs> yeah. It's a show about life, liberty, the pursuit of cash, money. Ooh. That's facts. I like the little remix right there. I have money once. Doge to the moon. Doge to the <laughs> moon. And happiness. A show where men get to give men's takes. And every once in a while, maybe somebody else's take as well. <laughs> so my name is Kelby, also known as Kerbin Johnston. Over there we have Sunil. Sunil, also known as Sunil. <laughs> no, that was crazy. No, that was crazy. That was crazy. And then behind the boards, we have Horace. The mystery man. Zon, zon. The chief. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't give me that position. I'm not qualified. Um, I've, I, you don't want to be the chief of What's going on at the border, Chris? That's what is exactly going why. on at the border, Chris? That's exactly why I don't want to be chief, chief of immigration. I'm not chief of immigration. Yeah. Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> the chief of Congolese media. There it is. Okay, the pizza factory. <laughs> That's how I see it. I'm going to laugh. You're going to see. A giant pizzeria. Yeah, I'm telling you, and then you better give me my money. Called a if you Guinness. make, if you did make pizza, Chris, what kind, of, what style would it be? Chicago pizza. deep dish, thin, New York style. I like New York style. I like okay. big fat slices. Mm. I am. And that you is, gotta have that some jalapenos. Jala- what is a jalapeno? Jal- jalapeno. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we have our expert editor, RD, Miss Ronnie, over there. Going crazy. So, everybody, thanks for coming to the show. Appreciate you for being here. This week, I was on a, uh, I was on YouTube, and I came across this ad for like an Indian, Indian lover website, like an Indian Tinder. Like hmm. which Indian? Like me, Indian? Yeah. Like how hey. Indians meet each other. Here we go. And I sent it to Sunil. Oh, oh. When? The other day? <laughs> he didn't get it. Uh, oh, really? 
Oh, don't worry. I, I got it right here. <laughs> What's it called? I don't even remember. Is it That's called Dill thing. Mill? Dill Mill? That sounds bad. <laughs> ah, this wasn't it. Is so it I called Shadi.com? Shadi? Shadi. That means wedding. Oh, you trying to get married? It's called Jeevan Sathi. Jeevan Sathi? Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? Senior? I said right there. I said, found this. You're welcome. Oh. Yeah, I didn't click it. Oh. What does it mean? You don't know what it means? Jeevan Sathi. No. It means, Jeevan means like love. Ooh. There you go. Love. P- press the button, Chris. <laughs> Any button? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's it. <laughs> okay, so the website said, Love is looking for you. Be found. Register for free. There's two people on there who look like they have high net worth. Hey, man. So that's how I knew this was not the website for me. <laughs> <laughs> it says, Bring people together. It is 100% manually screened profiles and the verifications by personal visit. And control over privacy. So, Javanth Jeevan Sathi. Sathi. We are going to put Sunil on the website. Wow. To see. Who paying? I'll pay for it. It said it's free. (laughs) That's why why I would. Don't kill me. Kill me new immediately. I'll pay for you it. Know, hey, you know when he jumped on it that quick, it yeah. was for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for it. Wait, it's free. Oh. This one's on me. He's like, dude, me. he's like the dude at the um, all you could drink place. It's yeah. like, yo, drinks are on me. He's that guy. Water's all around. You know, <laughs> I put that on the rocks for my guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't even worry about it, Playboy. <laughs> I'll put my car right up in there. Get you a little Jeevan Sati, oh huh? All right, so Jeevan Sati, <laughs> we're going to test it out. See if Sunil can find a lovely lady or fella. I don't know. I don't know how he rocks. But check, we'll check. <laughs> Yo. how, how you making these doing? <laughs> that's right, that's they are swag surfer knees. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. I was just checking. Uh, and then see how well it does. Do you think I can be on that website? I think you'd crush on that website. I'll go crazy, huh? Yeah. Hey, but imagine they want to like instead of fly you to like somewhere, say like Atlanta, they want to fly you to somewhere like India. Uh, you ain't nobody there? flying to India right now. That was about yeah, to say. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's a spot. Well, for no, me. no, no. But like <laughs> later on. Damn, would I go to India to meet old girl's family? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Cri- Indians in the Caribbean. That's oh, true. Wait, that's there's true too. there's uh, West Indians. Yeah, a lot. They call coolies. My boy James was a West Indian. His skin was beautiful. He had like beautiful hair, eyebrow. Like his hair, it was like he was bathed in oil. My dude, I don't know how. I don't know how I feel about you using the word beautiful. No, he was a beautiful hey, guy. Call it like you see it, man. No, no, no he really, he really you. was. Like um, that was our our good friend he is James. Or was he was he passed away? Oh. He, got, uh, he died in a car accident. We're still not sure how it happened. But uh, we were at school, and we had this this teacher who was uh, a lesbian. But she was, like, enamored by him. Like, mm. she would just be like, look, giant. 
<laughs> he'd just be like, look, James, you flipping me around. Uh-oh. And Whoa. I would just be like, dang, girl, like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> look over yeah. here. She would just always be like, you so milky, creamy, and just, oh. And I was like, are you sure you like girls only? Like, oh, no. When did it get, when did it get, um, like, status symbol to have a teacher be attracted to you? You think uh, that starts in, what, what grade did that start in? Definitely fourth. Fourth grade? Damn, bro. <laughs> If Miss Nategi Braun is yeah. watching right now. I had this Spanish teacher. I had the Spanish teacher in high school. Her name was Mrs. Zamora. Uh, yeah. And I remember because like we used to do like roll call back in high school, right? Huh? And so like they'd be saying our name and it was like, you know, Gaitonde Sunil, and you'd be like, Aki, right? And um I definitely and, had Aki. <laughs> and then and then she like before she went on to the the next name, she was like she's like, Sunil, I had a dream about you last night and it was just you and me and nobody else was in this classroom. And I was just like embarrassed. Like everybody was like, Oh and I was just like, Oh my god, Ms. Amor, why couldn't you just keep that to yourself? Why why she, she, it? she was shooting a shot, man. Yeah, if man. I was you put the bulletproof vest on and take them. <laughs> Yo. Was she was fine? She, was she fine? No. Oh well then that's the problem. If one of, if Mr. Mall told me he had a dream of yo, shut up, man. <laughs> Damn, <that's crazy. laughs> but if Miss Nategi Braun hey. back in my my third or fourth grade teacher, I remember the grade now. I remember <laughs> now I don't know. I don't know. But I remember I used to draw pictures of her on my test. <laughs> wow. I used to get upset. What I was like, why you why you give me a B minus? <laughs> <laughs> the picture's not nice. <laughs> should I have drawn you with clothes on? Yes, <laughs> yes you should have. <laughs> That Yikes. was a red flag. Yeah. That was a problem. She never called my mom. Wow. That's how I knew she kind of liked it. And she used to tell us, like, you know, I'm getting married. I was like, oh, that's crazy. You should probably not do that. Yeah. That's why she, she used to be our teacher, Miss Nategi. But then she became Miss Nategi Braun. And then I said to her one time, I was like, this is like, a, this is an actual child. I was like, you don't take that guy serious. She, she was like, what? She was like, what? I was like, I was like, the average person would just take their last name. But you are keeping your old last name and a new last name. You ain't taking that serious. Because at any point in time, you could just throw that old last name off and be missing a Teggy again. And she was like, man, go back to your seat. <laughs> you wow. said it says a fourth grader. Yes. I don't believe I was obsessed story. with her. I don't I, believe like, none of that story. I was obsessed with her. I used to draw pictures of her like... Real bad. Like all over every test, everything. And she never said anything. She would just like put smiley faces next to the like ones where she was clothed. But that was <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Yo, my first uh, crush that I could remember was my second grade, grade teacher, Miss, Mrs. Womack. That sounded hard right there. What was she? Like ethnicity wise? Yeah. Guess. Ah! She was probably related to Bobby Womack. <laughs> <laughs> Any relation at all? Yeah. Good, good woman. She, yeah, she was a godly woman. Oh man, you know when they godly, they built nice. <laughs> yeah, that was the first Megan. <laughs> and that's how, like, I go back and I'm like, hmm, this explains so much about my life. So wait a second, man. You telling you're not gonna be on JustStory.com? Yeah, I'll be on it. You already oh. forgot the name. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a different language. Jeevan Sati. He said jump, sorry. <laughs> I was like, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound like a sign. You I ain't going to go on jellybean.com? <laughs> That's bad, crazy. Yo, my bad, yo, my bad, man. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we was just talking about something in the car. What was it? Um, we were talking about a few things. What do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Steve Harvey. Stephen Harvey. Uh-oh. Steve Harvey, <clears throat> the man who said the wrong name at some event. So he sure did. <laughs> uh, Stephen Harvey said, "Men cannot be friends with women. Mm. Men cannot. He doesn't have any female friends because men. Ninety nine point nine percent of men." Are just waiting for the moment for that friend gate, that friend, what's it called? The friend zone. zone for, for them to penetrate the friend zone. I don't like that word. Okay. I think that's what he used. He I don't, said I don't penetrate. know. Well, he said uh, slide into that crack. Uh, yeah. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like works. penetrate better. Yeah, I'm I think penetrate kind of works a little bit better. Because <laughs> when he said slide into that crack, I was like, damn, boy, relax. Yeah, so this is actually from a couple of years ago, but uh, he started his uh, TikTok account, and I believe that this is like one he of the videos he posted. Yeah, clips. yeah, exactly. Oh, he wanted to bring he he wanted to go viral. Yeah, I think so. So, what is your take on that? I want to go straight to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's cool. You have friends that are girls. Are you trying to get into the crack? No, I don't. Uh, that sounds weird to me. I don't like that. No. <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. What sounds weird? Slide into the crack. I don't okay, slide okay. into nobody's let's, crack. All right, all right. Thank you let's, very much. Let's, let's remove that. Okay. Let's just say, like, if at some point in time, like, you know, there <laughs> was a there was a, there, there is a there's a moment, <laughs> uh-huh. and um, and and a slip up could happen uh-huh. between you and a friend. Uh-huh. You you. Matter of fact, let's actually let's actually take it five steps back. Okay. You ever look at a friend mm-hmm. and a, a friend that you're attracted to mm-hmm. and not, not saying like you think like, oh my gosh, they're so fine. But like when you look at them, you're like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. a pretty person, uh-huh. right? Or like I, I could be attracted to this person uh-huh. that you ever been like, I, I knocked that down. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you never done that. Ah, you're not a guy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. This is this is multiple genders on the internet. <laughs> well, what do you think about you, it? Man, all inclusive. So, um, okay, I have quite a few female friends. Uh-huh. I have a, I have quite a few fem- female friends. Um, <clears throat> have I ever f- messed that up? Yeah. Really, <laughs> but not very often. Like one time, but like severely messed it up, or you yeah, just like really... we're not friends at all. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But um. It's not that I messed it up per se. It was more that I was not clear about my intentions because I did not know all the way through how that person felt about me. So Mm. I thought it was just kind of like a just casual thing. And then it was like, you're going to be my boyfriend now. And I was like, Mm. Is that right? That's important to clear up before. I, ha- I didn't boy know. that's your friend. Say it again. I'm a boy that's your friend. Uh huh. You didn't 
put enough of a gap between those words when you said it. That's yeah, 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 exactly. That's exactly what it was. So when I was just like, that's not going to happen, then the friendship just kind of disappeared. Well, yeah. And then I learned my lesson there where I was just like, you know what? Like, I can't, I can't, I don't think I should do that. You know? I don't think guys but there, there have been times where I've like wanted to, but then I always catch myself and I'm like, mm, I remember it's, what happened to that one girl. It's too complicated. I'm good. So I think it depends on what level Because like friends is like a spectrum right mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think a guy and a girl Could be talking every single day um, that's, You know like That's fair Like, mo- uh, like if, you're, if you're talking to a girl um, As a guy for like Hours at a time Regularly throughout the week Whatever it is And you guys are that That's not a friendship Like yeah. you guys are gonna turn into something like is can it be like casual like we we see each other or like there's like some kind of um other reason why we're seeing each other all the time maybe it's work maybe it's like we're roommates maybe it's like um something like that i think maybe because we're forced into a situation but if it's by like choice and we're like spending this much time together where we're we're speaking for hours on the phone like um you, it just like a level of attraction or like comfort or something will happen. And when, you know, when maybe alcohol gets involved or like yep. something gets sparked, like it, it could turn into something. I don't know. I can only speak for myself. There's never been a situation where I've been really close with a girl that it hasn't gone somewhere other than just like plutonic friends. Now, that, that made me think about something. So I became friends with a girl, a lady who is married and we became like real tight really quickly about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And it did make me feel a little bit uncomfortable because we talked about everything, like sent each other memes and like texting and all this kind of stuff. But I never was like trying to push up or cause I, like, I know your husband, you know what I'm saying? Um, And he's a cool guy. And at one point in time, I I thought like maybe he feels a certain kind of way, but they are like secure in their marriage Mm. to, you know, where that wasn't a big deal. But there was one incident that happened where there was an earthquake at like three or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then she had texted me and was like, did you feel the earthquake? Like, That's wow. crazy. You see what I'm saying? That's how you knew she was in love. No, 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 no. But it, it made me. How did like, you guys become friends? Just kind of met. We just met. That and doesn't happen. Where did you meet? We well, literally we know that just happens. met. Like we just met out and about. One hundred percent that happened. You with it, you went to her and was like, "Hey, let's chop it up." No. Or? So what happened was we talked about like conspiracy theories, and then we at just what ha- setting? Yeah, like weird. you guys were at what? Like an ice cream shop? No, like, this was we at, were like, just like out, like in West Hollywood. I was out with my fr- friend, and then we just met, and we were just started talking about conspiracy theories. And then she was like, oh, let me send you some. And like then you just, just tap on a girl's shoulder and be like, No, hey. no, we just like Mm-mm. met. Like you it just have was to like, be there to believe it, but it happens it 1,000%. Happens, yeah. <laughs> will, yeah. I would just be walking and some dude would be like, hey, man, I like your shoes. Let me get your number. Oh, that's cool, man. Let's talk about shoes. Yeah. And that's it. Like that's immediately. That's some legitimately guy would be asking my life. for your number? Say it was yeah. Jason. The guys, girl, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, Interesting. Jason um, Barkley. Jason Barkley. So, for example, <laughs> he was like catering, I, I think I met Jason at a mansion party, a Playboy mansion party. Who's Jason Barkley? He's Good a guy who was like in one of us, a couple of my projects, and now he's like a part of our friend group. Yeah. Like he's a part of my friend group. But 
I I was working at the Playboy Mansion, or it was like a Playboy Mansion party, and I just saw him, and he saw me, and and I was like, "Hey, where are you from?" And he was like, "From New York." Yeah, you know. And then and then like he was like, "Let me get your number." Like we just started talking, and then boom. The Frank. next day, he showed up to one of our shoots. Yeah, like I just attract <laughs> people. It's the weirdest thing, but Kelby just like hangs out with everybody. Yes, so. Okay, so she she texts you about the earthquake. Yeah, so it made me feel like, oh my gosh, is this like the wrong time? It's early. It's like four in the morning. Well, you know, I mean, I guess that's demon hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I I was a little bit worried about it, but when I hung out with the, the their family, it was just like, like yeah, you know I was what gonna I'm say like. You can text anybody about that. But here's the yeah. thing. You so. keep playing this like you're worried about the other person. We talking about your own feelings and emotions. Well, it's understandable. Um, <laughs> it's understandable what you're saying, you know, but uh, I think that you do have to think about that. One of the reasons why some people may feel like men and women cannot be friends is because a woman could potentially be in a relationship with another person. And could you be friends with somebody who's in a relationship? Well, it's also you could catch feelings for each other. Exactly, you could you could catch fans now. If if you're doing it like Sunil says, texting them every day, and then you only hang out with them, and it's like every day you're hanging out, going to dinner, doing all this stuff. Okay, for sure. Like, then it, there's a chance it might not stay friends. There's a chance it could, but there's yeah, a, there's a chance that it could. I don't think there's might not zero percent chance that it really. could. Because you gotta understand, like talking to somebody on a regular, but even if it's like a same same like a guy with a guy that talks to like us that we talk with each other at all times it's a choice that we're making there's like a different level of connection versus just somebody we're talking to like every once a month or whatever the case may be so when and then when you bring in like the alternate you know sex or somebody you're attracted to like i'm assuming you know i don't know but i'm assuming like even guy guys that are gay, like maybe it's the same type of thing mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. attraction level. But like when you're spending that much time talking to somebody, when you're spending that much time hanging around somebody, like it's not normal. Like you're doing that because there's a different type of connection versus decision. just, yeah, versus just like, you know, just a, acquaintance type stuff. Well, what's the difference between like, does this only apply to people that you are attracted to? Because what possibility if- of like, so for example, like I could be, I'm not gay. So like I could hang out with the dude and all this kind of stuff. I'm never going to get attracted mm-hmm. to that dude. Mm-hmm. But I well, would assume that if I could person. be attracted to that dude, it would be the similar type of situation. So you're saying men, and, wo- men and women can only be friends if they're not attracted to each other. No, even if there isn't an initial attraction, like it will become it something because develop. the attraction becomes emotional and different from just the physical attraction. I don't think that's true. I okay. think it's a possibility, but I don't think it's a hundred percent. I think it's a hundred percent. I'm with basically I'm with uh I'm with Steve Harvey on this that like men and women can't be can't be like friend when I'm saying friends, I'm saying the the person that you're talking to every single multiple times like this you're you're like on the phone but that's for the hours extreme. That's like the that. extreme though Right yeah, Like but think of your just friend Just acquaintances No just think of like A good friend of yours But what That's what I'm saying What defines a good friend Okay but consider it for you Like for you For you You text me Like memes And yeah. videos And stuff like that But we're not like All day long right Right Just bring it down to that level Instead of like 
oh, you're talking nonstop all day long. Like the average friend is not talking nonstop all day long. Okay. Okay. So just bring it back down to that level. And could that be a healthy thing? Yeah. But does that, but I don't think he was saying that it was unhealthy. He was saying that at one point, if circumstances allowed, like it could turn into something like say for example the most let's say the most famous entanglement of the summer was uh, what august and Elsina? yeah okay. how did that start i don't think it started as friends i well supposedly the story is mm-hmm. that they were just all friends right will smith knew like everybody was hanging out all this kind of stuff they were like helping counseling him through cir- circumstances situations like it started out as like nothing romantic it was just like a friend they even said around that round table like this is a friend of our so on and so yeah, forth but he was like a wounded pigeon okay but nonetheless it was a friendship that led into something that turned obviously sexual right <clears throat> but that because been the like moment a- that there was an opening there was an issue between jada and will who did she run to the person that was that's been that she's emotionally entangled with that was the most convenient Yes, okay, that's where I think I would have to stop you. You said most convenient. That means that Jada probably has a bunch of other male friends. Maybe, maybe not. You don't, we don't know that. What I'm saying is I have been friends with women who have been in and or out of relationships for a very long time. And even if there have been some where I'm like, oh, maybe I'm attracted to you. I also say, eh, I'm probably not going to do anything about this because it's not the right thing to do. But you're not somebody that makes moves on a regular in the, in the first place. Okay. So I think that's different. Like, you're not the random hookup type person anyways. Okay. But still, like, there's, I'm not the only one. Right. But I think what, mm-hmm. Kel, what, uh, what Steve was talking about was, like, I mean... I think from what he was saying is like people that would that are like that, that that. OK, that yeah, I mean, if you have a problem, it's 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 like saying, you know, if you have a um, a drinking problem, stay away from drinking. You know, it's the same thing. But I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Like for me, if I'm like every person, every girl that has been like we've talked and we got to a place where we're talking all the time, like we consider ourselves friends, we're hanging out, watching movies, like it starts out like not, hey, let's, you know, I'm interested in you, you're interested in me. It starts off on some kind of like innocent buddies. It grows into something deeper because you're spending that much time with somebody from the opposite sex and it ends up being like, oh, this is somebody I could kick it with, somebody like the comfort level turns into something that makes it into something more than just friends. Mm, I think that that applies to specific people. I th- I think so. You are saying I got a problem? You could. Uh, I think I'm normal. You could like you don't see. Here's the thing. If you cannot be friends with a woman at all, that kind of means you don't see them as a person. See, and that's what I disagree with. You see them as a sexual object? No, I'm not saying that I can't be friends. <laughs> I'm saying it's a choice for both people to get into that situation, right? It's not mm, like I'm just... No. You don't think so? No. So if, if I haven't had a friend that was a girl, that means every girl that I've had that is a friend and like ended up doing the same thing with me. So how does that make... How, how is that just a one-sided issue? 
Well, maybe they have problems too. Maybe they could. They see you as a sexual object. I don't think so. I think that I don't think Good that it has face. anything to do with seeing somebody as a sexual object. Well, how is it possible that I have had maybe girls many many friends? They could also not be attracted Ooh. to me. <laughs> maybe but, you have a problem of not being a sexual. That's not a problem. That's a great. That's a great thing. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, from my experience. So you agree with Steve? I do because like I don't I don't really know too many. Actually, to be honest, you're probably the one of my good friends that actually has a lot of female friends. Yeah, I have a ton of female friends. A lot. But most of my guy friends, nah. Why you want to hang around a, a bunch of other dudes? Why I don't. What do you mean? I don't understand. Mm. I don't <laughs> hang around a bunch of other dudes. I'm saying my good friends that are dudes. Uh-huh. We don't have. They <laughs> don't have a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> I think it, I think it's beneficial to hang around ladies, like if possible, you know, because they have a different perspective on life. They could keep you like locked in on certain things. I know some, there are dumb things that I would have done if it weren't for my female friends being like, Oh no, you're getting set up or like, don't do that. Or don't leave the house looking like that or something like that. Like there's a lot of benefits to having female friends and you just got to keep yourself at bay because ultimately if you value their friendship, just like you value a a guy's friendship, then you're going to want to keep that around. But you, you, but you saying you got to keep yourself at bay is proving the point. No, I mean that's if if it got into that territory. Yeah, because some of my female you, friends are very beautiful. Yeah, but whether you whether the the thing is that that attraction is going to happen. I don't think like obviously you can have the willpower to not do it. But I think what Steve was saying, at least what my interpretation was, is that eventually it'll get to a place where there there that can happen. Now whether you choose to act upon it or choose not to act upon it, that's a different story. But I'm mm-hmm. saying like the fact that you said you have to keep yourself at bay means that that's what he's talking about. Is that eventually it'll get to a place where um it'll get romantic like romantic or feelings will be involved. I don't know. That's again, that's only if it applies there and you can't choose who you're going to be romantically interested in. Like, you, you know, if you become romantically interested in one of your female friends, then it's on you to make that choice that, OK, yes, I'm going to go for that or I am not. But that doesn't mean that automatically now all of my female friends, I'm attracted to them. Yeah, but that once again, like I said, it depends on the level. So maybe the level of what I consider because I have girls that I like, I guess, are around that I can talk to and all that kind of stuff. But I don't necessarily consider them like really good friends. I consider them friends. Like peripheral, but I'm talking about people that are good friends that you invest conversations with, that I go to with things like I don't have any girlfriends like that. Only people that are like either girls that I'm like talking to at the time or maybe like people that I've dated in the past that are now like we're just friends, stuff like that. But like, I don't know, man, because I'm missing out on some stuff. But I don't think I am because I still have that ability to seek out advice from girls and and still have like female presence around me. It's just like I think we're talking about two separate things. Like I don't like I don't know if you're talking about like deep friendships. Yeah. You're just talking about girls that are friends. No, no I'm talking about deep friendships. Like Bree is like my really, really, mm-hmm. really close friend. <clears throat> She's gonna bring that up. You know that I've known for twelve years. But didn't you, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this on camera. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. So, like, when we talked about that situation, 
you were like, you had to think about it and you're like, nah, I'm not going to go through with it. Yeah. Like at, I think in the beginning of the relationship, we're trying to, we're trying to find out like, what is this relationship? Mm -hmm. Which I think you don't have to necessarily do with your male friends. Like you just, Hey, that's my buddy. There's no traction here, but you have to make that choice with your female friends to find out like, well, what is this? You know, is she coming around hanging out? Just, you know, like what, what do you want? What do I want? Once we make that decision and we just say, Oh, we're friends and that's it. Then that's what we are. Yeah. But that's the choice that you guys made that choice. Yeah. But you make that choice with your male friends as well. You don't have to be friends with your male friends. No, but what I'm saying is initially there was a chance that it could have gone a different way. You decided not for it to go that way. That's what I'm saying. At the same time, I don't think either one of us were really all that attracted to each other. It it was never like, oh, no, like, uh, what are we going to do? No, it was just like, oh, got you, got you. Okay, cool. That was it. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're saying the same thing. But you're just, just like, a, you're just saying. To me, it's just got to be a case-by-case case basis. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I so. I you're but just like, saying you decide not to, but you're not saying I've never, like. I think But I just because you decide not to doesn't mean that you should not be friends with them. I'm not saying you shouldn't be friends. What, what, what Steve is saying is that he doesn't have girlfriends because he doesn't want it ever to get to a point where he has to make that decision. Yeah, but Steve Harvey is also on his fourth marriage and right. has a problem being faithful. Okay. Have you ever considered that? Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> it <my> from <laughs> a, I'm saying it from yeah. You could have guys and girls could be friends, but it will it will genuinely always get to a point where you either have to do what you're talking about, make the choice that like, hey, we're not going to take it past friendship, or um, or you don't you do take it past friendship. Mm. Well, I I I think that we're I don't actually think we're on the exact same page. I think that. You're caught up more on the uh, choice part. Like, you guys choose to surpass the option to be in a relationship yeah. or to like each other, which to me is not a big deal. If you choose that, then you choose that, and then you move on. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying that the choice has to be made. It's okay, not well, just- we're going to get you on Friendship Bumble. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, JustSpring.com. Um, that's, those are, that's not what it's called. <laughs> Whatever, whatever it's called. Uh, sorry, um, but we're gonna get to Neil ten female friends. But this but the reason why I say it is I think a lot of the same things that causes people to be like invest time in each other are the same things. Like there's a very thin line between a girlfriend and just a friend, right? As the same things that cause me to want to spend time with this girl as a friend are probably a lot of overlap over the same things that caused me to want to spend time with the girl that I'm like in a relationship with. It's all the same, like, uh, you know, maybe like similar sense of humor, like comfort level around each other. Let me ask you this. Does that change if the woman is a lesbian? Like she's like pressing up on you to play basketball and stuff. I don't know. I haven't been exposed to that. I see. I have quite a few lesbian friends, and I also see them as, like, the homies. So I don't know. I, I Maybe I'm different, but to me, like, if I don't, I don't really classify my friends as, like, oh, it's a woman or it's a man. The only time is, like, those few times where they're married, and I don't want to, like, do the wrong thing. I don't want to, like, text you at the wrong time. Like, my friend Stephanie, I remember one time I, we met at work, 
And I texted her about something at like 9 p.m. And then this guy that was working with us, he was like, you texted a married woman at 9 p.m.? But in my mind, I was just like, that's just a homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But it, it made sense. Like, I remembered that because I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I don't want I don't want it to be seen as anything, at, you know, other than that. But then, you know, she knows what we are and her husband knows what we are. So she was just like, man, like, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's when I was just like, I just have to be clear every single time at the beginning. To say, like, I am not a threat. I'm not trying to do anything wrong. And once once you got that, then it's good to go. And I think, you know, in reflection of the moment saying, because you said I have a problem, maybe I do. Maybe because I think you're, you have a lot more friends than I have friends. Like, I don't have a big circle like you do. Mm. I have, like, multiple people that I just link up with all the time. Like, I just have, like, a very few amount of people. Mm. So, usually, that's probably... A correlation as well that could be that you know but i'm also in my early 20s so i have a lot of friends when did this become the men who lie on the <laughs> like, how long have you been in your early 20s wrong. <laughs> i'm pretty sure i met you when you were in your early 20s and we've been friends for a decade <laughs> so <laughs> moving on moving on moving on <laughs> All right, Floyd Mayweather is about to punch the lights out of this kid. What's gonna What's oh, gonna happen? Y'all gonna watch it? Is it huh? going down? Yes, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul, the Ooh. Nice Brother. Wait, 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 let me get a census of the room real quick. Does everybody like Logan Paul? I do. I don't. You do? I like both of them. Okay, you don't like don't. you don't. Why don't you like them? I don't. I, just, I don't like. You don't like do you know people. which one's Logan? Which one's yeah. Jake? Yes. Okay. Logan's the bigger one. Yeah. Is he bigger? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or the okay. older one. Whatever. He's the yeah. older one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't like cocky people like that. But is he cocky? I don't know. It just, I've seen a bunch of his interviews and stuff like that. It just, I don't like people like that. I think he's a genius. I think it's cool to have confidence and that's always good. But like when it's too much, it's too much. Yeah. I've never gotten that sense from him. I always thought that Logan was a like kind, nice brother. Yeah. I mean, early on he got into some heat because, you know, he was young, like in doing, you know, stuff that. Maybe he shouldn't have been doing and, you know, got into some tiffs with like your boy Chris D'Elia and all that kind of stuff. But everybody says he's my boy. <laughs> that's your, that's, no, that's your boy. That's not. Chris loves Chris D'Elia. He was, he was all up on the when Babkins. The, hell did I say? the Babkins and the Napkins. Chris was going crazy for I the like Babkins. That one clip. Yeah. Nah, that's your guy. Nah, that's not. So, that's, um, he likes Chris D'Elia. What's the other, what's the other Chris's name? Uh, Chris Penn. No, 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 no. Uh, the the Chris with the Chris Damaglio, Chris uh, Stefano, Chris that's my Stefano. guy, right there. Yeah, he like both them. The, the, I don't the like Chris Italian Stefano. Chris. I mean, I like Delia. I don't like you. Like Chris go Delia. crazy for. Him. Yeah, no, he was defending him when he had that. I know he was. Thing. He was like he wasn't. He wasn't texting them. <laughs> again, when is we going to man who lie on the internet? Because I never said any of them, bro. Chris is toxic. <laughs> Those girls lied. They did it to Akon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I said. Wow. Dumb as hell, but yeah, so like, so yeah, this fight is happening. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a joke. When's it happening? June, I think. It's early June, like June 5th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because Floyd's going to destroy this man so the thing that like makes it i guess the the angle that they're gonna play is you know logan's a big dude he's gonna come in 190 
And, you know, Floyd usually fights at like 145 to 155. Damn, okay. So he'll probably max weigh like 160. So right. there's like that 30 pound difference. Mm. But Floyd Mayweather is the greatest boxer of all time. Yeah. And he never gets hit by people who have boxed their whole life. So to think that Logan Paul is going to be able to box for the last three years and do things that professional boxers i'm pretty sure logan paul lost his match too he did but he lost the ksi With the U- oh, yeah, he's, his official record as a pro boxer is oh one why didn't ksi get the floyd fight <laughs> yeah seriously. because logan paul is much better at marketing than ksi yeah, yeah. and the and the paul brothers are you know mm, two of the paul smartest brothers. dudes in the you know social media industry mm-hmm. you know of all that, there's there's breaking records and they're showing people what's possible. So I am one million percent for this fight. Uh, yeah, I'm one million dope. percent for it. The reason why is because I love good business. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? I understand that Floyd is Floyd. I get it, but he's also not Floyd anymore. He, he he's he's a retired, retired boxer. Right? He's a retired boxer. And for me, the thing is, we've always liked celebrity matchups until all of a sudden we just don't like it anymore. Mm -hmm. There was a whole show based on celebrity fake boxing matchups. Mm -hmm. And it was was like a cartoon or something. Everybody celebrity death. And then everybody wanted it to be in real life. And then now it happens. And why is he fighting him? Shut up. You know, you, if you don't like Logan Paul, this is wonderful for you because you're going to see Floyd just that guy right down to the ground. Mm -hmm. And then if you like Logan Paul, you're racist, but, uh, wow. Just kidding. Just kidding. kidding. He said he liked him in the beginning. Uh, but if you like logan paul and it's going to be entertaining for you that's what it's all about at the end of the day it's not about the integrity of boxing that's just about getting upset is the purest yeah shut up but you know what i i have to push back a little bit because last week (laughs) last week yeah when it came to dave Chappelle, yes you had very strong feelings about him not doing something that could tarnish the legacy or yeah. too much and all this kind of stuff. Yes. That's the same viewpoint of these purists that are looking at Floyd saying, okay. what are you doing? Okay. I think that those are two different things. I think that for Dave Chappelle coming out with a podcast, Dave Chappelle is an active comedian and active voice in the community. I think that when Dave Chappelle speaks, things stop moving. I think when Dave Chappelle speaks, things change. Money is moved. Checks are written. And that comes with that power of choosing the wisest moments to speak. Floyd, on the other hand, owns strip clubs. That's fine. Yeah, but when it comes He's to... He's no longer an active to, boxer and... Technically, but at the at the end of the day, he he what's active to him he used to fight once every two years fine so this is like the same type of scenario totally fine taking big layoffs and just coming back for a fight right but when floyd fought this world didn't stop of course they did no no no. the world didn't stop it was just like this is this is high this is highly entertaining but with every punch that floyd landed it didn't affect people they weren't Thought, think pieces written about Floyd. It was just like, damn, this guy's an amazing boxer. Uh, but but LeBron James is a different example of that because LeBron James plays basketball, but then he speaks. And the people listen when he speaks. Floyd 
can't read a Harry Potter book. But I think you're taking it to two different levels. I'm talking about from the prism of these guys that are saying Floyd shouldn't do this. They're looking at Then who should do it? Who? Well, they're saying Floyd is the like Floyd is the greatest boxer of all time. To have him stoop to this type of level is what, and I'm saying from the pure side because I'm all about this fight because to me it's just pure entertainment and they're both just trying to chase the bag. Yeah, and I'm all about hey, go get the bag. That's it. But Black King, I also understand where it's coming from, and it is very similar to the same thought process that you were saying with Dave Chappelle because they're looking at it like in the in the box of boxing. When Floyd comes out and does a fight, it does stop everything in boxing. That's all people talk about. Well, yes, That's all that, yes. that it is doing that. So when you're coming out and you're shining the light on boxing, but you're doing it with a YouTube person, mm-hmm. the the you're they feel like you're dimish, diminishing the brand where our best boxer doesn't shine light to the sport. Mm-hmm. He's doing you know a exhibition like a. Like just uh, what what people are calling like a clown or whatever yeah. you know. That, but here's that, the thing: maybe the maybe the value of the brand wasn't that great in the first place. Which is true. Because here's the thing: if you are going to be boxing a YouTuber and you can make way more money than you ever made boxing real boxers, I'd never box a real boxer ever again. That's true. Why you think? What Jake that Paul's got to do with me? Why is, why is Jake Paul doing Jake Paul things? It's exactly that. Why what does that he need to fight a boxer? with me? You could go off and make 30 cents boxing real boxers. Enjoy. I got a friend whose face is half punched in because he spent his whole life trying to become the next big thing. You know what? He's 40 years old now, and he can't see out of his left eye. And he's broke. Yeah. I'm sure if Jake Paul said, yo, I'll fight you. You can make 500 grand. I'll let He'd let him punch his face in. He would. Because at the end of the day, the people who are complaining... Ain't the ones who are paying their bills doing this. True. So have nice opinions that you can have for free. But clearly, there if there's an opportunity there, we live in America. We live in opportunity land. Go make the money. It's not going to say that the 50, the 50 matches that you won, you didn't fight and you didn't win. You're still the great one. Go make the money. Which was my argument for Dave Chappelle as well. Go make your money, King. No, I think I honestly think that the thing is that watch this backpedal right here. No, no, no. I think the thing with Dave Chappelle is you're looking at it as a current bag. I think in the long run, Dave Chappelle could make more money with less work. Like I think that I think that there's an art to being a an, a mega star, and it's v- v- being very wise with the words. That you choose and when you decide to release them. So we, we've we noticed in today's cancel culture, in today's Twitter culture, in today's everybody has a voice culture, that the people you used to like, the moment they start talking too much, you realize, I actually really don't like this person. And that ha- you, you leave that giant risk with Dave Chappelle, somebody who 99% of people like. But then he has that, he has that room to say one thing that diminishes the brand. And that way, in the future, his voice is not as powerful anymore. That's what I'm scared of. And I think that he's looking at a guy like Joe Rogan, who's also a comedian, also has a podcast, and is way more powerful than Dave Chappelle. Is Joe Rogan more powerful than Dave Chappelle? Absolutely. Think about how much, how many times, think about the power that Joe Rogan has been able to create from having this podcast. He, he, had 
during the presidential campaign, every single presidential cam- uh, candidate, like begging for them to get time on his show. His interviews with Bernie Sanders changed the way the election went. His interviews with Tulsi changed the way the election went. His view on vaccines just recently became na- international news because of his things. And he's a comedian that has this podcast, but now because of the influence he has, people are afraid of him saying things, of what he says because of how much of an impact he has. That's way more of an impact that Dave Chappelle has. I don't think so. But he makes a disclaimer of it, though. All the stuff that he says, like, he, over the vaccine thing, he just... Yeah, but I'm saying that, that that's power. Like, the fact that he could change or he's part of the national conversation about things as a comedian, as a UFC like uh announcer as a former host of fear factor to now be somebody that politicians want to get involved with now being a part of uh just anything he says becomes national news i don't i dave Chappelle, like i said he can do that once every now and then with a with a uh special when he put out sticks and stones maybe he made all that kind of stuff but it's never been Day after day news like Joe Rogan makes, but I think that, I think that I, makes I think they're more powerful. Though. They're very different. I think first of all, Joe Rogan is a vessel for other people's views. I don't necessarily think that Joe Rogan sitting in a in a room speaking to a camera by himself like Bill Burr is as effective as uh, Dave Chappelle. I think that Joe Rogan has to be having a conversation with someone in order for it to for his power to be unleashed sure versus dave Chappelle can pick up a microphone and say yo don't watch that show on netflix and the show gets zero views Mm -hmm. that's very different that we're talking about a guy who has interior power and a guy who has the ability to generate power with someone else so I think that those are two different things. But I think and how many people power. are saying, "Yo, Joe Rogan told me not to get the shot." If you say that, I never want to talk to you again. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. So maybe like there's a difference between what you think and what's what's reality. And the reality is he has a huge influence. So the when he says something, it does affect. Like he has the biggest podcast on the in, planet in the world. Yeah. And so he's reaching more people than probably on a consistent basis than anybody on the planet. But that that also has to deal with the fact that he is speaking to multiple different types of people. But that doesn't negate or diminish his ability to create this. Whatever way you created your platform Mm -hmm. doesn't negate the power that you have with that platform. You can't say because he because he's not doing it by himself. That makes him less powerful than Chappelle Chappelle gets a bump from being on Joe Rogan's show it's not the other way around nah Joe Rogan is still going to be Joe Rogan Chappelle is still going to be Chappelle but there's a reason why Chappelle chose chooses to uh to tour with Joe Rogan listen man we don't diminish our black kings here first of all I'm not diminishing him I'm saying that he's powerful but first of all Joe Joe Rogan gets the bump when Chappelle is on the show Joe okay. Rogan gets the bump when Robert Downey Jr. is on the show. Joe Rogan gets the bump. If Joe Schmo from down the street gets on Joe Rogan, he's going to hit the million. But when Dave Chappelle gets on there, he gets a 10. Okay. I mean, Dave Chappelle isn't the most popular show that Joe Rogan's had. 
Yeah, Robert Downey is, right? No. Who's the most Probably popular? Alex Jones or Elon Musk or oh, that's one true, of those that's guys. True. But what I'm saying is that's, that the, that that's platform, true. like... like <laughs> you know how they operate. Low hanging fruit. I mean, you know, you know that's how they operate. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that uh, how did we get from uh, th- that from uh, Logan Paul versus? Oh, I don't even know. But I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I want to be. Um, I want to have a little event for it. Ooh, I, yeah, I'm 100 percent in. Like, I want to watch this. I'm gonna have a good time. Like, like I said, Are you gonna I'm, pay for it? I'm, uh, so you so you want me to pay for jatsari.com you want me to pay for your bumblefriendship.com and you want me to pay for this yo this guy's wild about, no, i want to no. watch it i want to do this but i ain't trying to buy it like, i gotta pay for it i'll stream that I'll illegally you right I, what you think i got a cell phone for what you think i got a twitter for yo. Huh? i'm gonna watch it whenever it is um, also, ding, 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 Aaron Carter is fighting Lamar Odom. See, now that's something I don't want to watch. <laughs> Wait, in a boxing match? Yeah, yeah. Celebrity boxing. When is that oh, happening? Boy. Do you know? No, no, not a clue. I don't know, no. But Aaron Carter is is. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the I Want Candy singer from 2001 ish, yeah. and he was a cool kid, and then he grew up and he lost his freaking mind. Nick Carter's so, younger brother. Nick, yeah, Nick I don't Carter's even think Nick Carter wants you to know because, like, <laughs> they, like, I, did you know they like beef? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, they he's like, like estranged from that family. Yeah, he's 100 percent like not <laughs> even really. I think they're just like, yo, change your last name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's I I think he has mental issues, so I don't want to like make fun of him too much. Supposedly, like there was a lot of like he had supposedly a rough childhood. Like, like he was abused as a kid, like sexually yeah. and stuff like that. Like you could definitely tell that something yeah. was up. Yeah, you could definitely tell. But uh, he's gonna fight Lamar Odom. <sighs> That's the clown show. Who 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 y'all got the money on? Man, <laughs> he been not Aaron been in the gym. Yo, they came out for the face to face, (laughs) and Lamar Odom's like six eight. Aaron Carter's like five eight. Damn, I think I'm taller than. Is Lamar Odom like six foot something? He's six foot eight, six foot nine, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say Lamar. (laughs) I mean, I I would say Lamar. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I would. (laughs) I would say Lamar. Yeah, Lamar Odom could be right out of that whorehouse and still beat him, cracked (laughs) out. Just the boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Who's the guy? All right. <laughs> you said I want candy. <laughs> I think Lamar Odom in the face off was on his like got down on his knees and was still as tall as Aaron Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I really have no clue how this came about, and nobody's really Jake talking Paul, about man. it. It came about because everybody's seeing what Jake Paul's doing, and everybody's trying to catch that wave, but they don't understand. How, the the how Paul brothers are geniuses. How it works. What I would really like to see is maybe Aaron Carter versus um, Drake Bell. Like, that makes more sense. Yeah, something like kids, celebrity. Yeah. yeah. You got to have but like you know a what? beef. Drake, Drake Bell has been in Mexico making music. Really? I don't know if you know that, but he makes Spanish music now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's my guy. Drake Bell? I met him once. I have That's a picture cool with dude. him. Uh, he's a nice guy. He has real bad skin, though, so just call me. To call you? Yeah. yeah, I got him. Right on. But yeah, um, so these are the fights. If I were the Lamar Odom Aaron Carter people, I would just put it as an undercard to uh this this uh Floyd Logan. Floyd, Floyd and Logan fight. I also saw that um that uh that that Iron Mike, he's gonna be fighting 
Evander, they've been talking about. No, no, no. They call that one. I think it was Tony Lister now. Uh, Tony Lister? Is it Tony Lister? I don't know uh, who that is. He's fighting somebody he 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 lost to. Buster Douglas? No. Uh, Chris will look it up. But, uh, yeah, they call out the Evander Holyfield match. Um, don't know why, but he is. Mike Tyson is going to be fighting somebody else. I think it's Tony Lister. No, wait. Oh, my gosh. Is Tony Lister dead? I don't know. But it's That'll Tony. be an interesting fight. Yeah. <laughs> the down. soul of Tony Lister yeah. versus Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. So, all these celebrity matches, I'm here for most of them. I actually will even watch a, uh, the um, the uh, Lamar one. I'm, I'm here for it. Whatever, man. Whatever makes money. Hey, as long as you illegally streaming things, you watch whatever. What you mean? As long as it's free. What you mean? What you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't do anything illegal. Mm. I'm a law-abiding citizen of the law. <laughs> say it again. Is it Lennox Lewis? Lennox Lewis. I was going to say, like, nah, he, I don't Thank know who Lister is. Wow, he's fighting Lennox Lewis? Yes. Lennox Lewis is still in shape. Yeah, well, Mike's in shape. Mm-hmm. He is. But Lennox Lewis. He's in a different type of shape. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Lennox Lewis is old, too. For them to come back, it should be a... Yeah, that'd be that'd be a fun. I'd watch that fight for sure. I wonder where it would be because you said that Mike is not he's not a, a thriller guy anymore. No, nah, they'll find whatever he could do it on Showtime. He could do it on whatever he wants. Um, What's the Floyd one going to be? Floyd think, is Floyd ooh. Promotions. Is that oh, going to oh, be on oh. Thriller? No, that'll probably be on like pay per view. Oh, I'm definitely not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be like seventy five dollars. But Probably. one of the best nights that I I've, I had in a long time was uh, the uh, Floyd Pacquiao fight. Yeah, that was a great time. That was a good night. That was a very good night. I hung out with a lot of Filipinos that night, getting mm. some incredible food. It was a good night. It was a good night. So that fight, but a good night. Uh yeah, not the greatest, not the greatest fight. But um, there was another fight. It was the um, Floyd Connor fight. That was a good night. Too. Yeah, that was a good night. Yeah, so I think with all these fights, they're just encouraging people to just kind of like, I mean, have the backyard cookouts and all that kind of stuff again. Like that's that's another reason why I'm like into it, you know, where it's for like sure. Everybody's just coming Gatherings. back together. Yeah, I see Moments everybody like on Instagram memories coming back together again. It's like, OK, you know, what's it going to do to you if, if Floyd fights Barney or something like that? Yeah. yeah, whatever. That's on Floyd. But we having a good time watching it. All right. Moving on. We, 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 you want to still talk about fights? Yeah, we got to know. There's a reconciliation. Tell me about it. Joe Button podcast. Oh, yes. Let's touch on this real quick. So the the boys from the JBP are back together. And um, in a in a somewhat transparent episode. I don't know if you watched it. You watched it? Yeah, I watched it. I listened to it. I listened to the hour clip that they put on just the reconciliation. Okay. So they spoke about their beef, which wasn't like the most intense beef, right? We can say that. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like it was the most intense beef, but it was beef. Um, they. Um, it depends. What beef are you talking about? Because I think the stuff between Maul and, and Joe Budden is, is still intense. intense. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess that that was the situation. Because you can imagine that the person whose name is on the show, who goes to all the meetings, is going to tell the person that that's name is not on the show, that doesn't go to the meetings, that's not the quote-unquote 
value of the show that why everybody's tuning in is going to say something like that once their uh, moves are being questioned. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. And uh, I assume that that's what the issue was. I didn't think it was more about standing for Rory. I thought it was more about like, yo, don't disrespect me as a, as a person. Um, yeah, definitely it was about respect because he used that word like 3,000 times trying yes. to explain his side of the story. Yes. You know, and as we know, as he says, he's a man of integrity. What do you feel about Maul? Um, what do I feel about him in what sense? Do you think that, do you buy this whole, like, persona of Maul? Do you think it's authentic or do you think it's... Yeah. Um, cam? <laughs> I don't think he's a fake person. Um, I, I think that he's a person that comes from a specific background. So he has cultivated this personality where he's like not one to speak quickly. He's not one to to um, be extremely emotional. He's not one to want to be seen as less of a man than he is. So when and he's been he's he grew up around like iconic figures you know so it i think that that all cultivates into who he is today i mean i look at him as somebody because i when i was watching it you know obviously joe said some things to him which i think were out of line and i think that it was probably just all emotional joe and yeah. you know he said what he had to say and he tried to apologize about it but mm -hmm. ma's always been the sidekick in anything that I could think of in the sense, like even oh, when he was like with, you know, Rockefeller and all that kind of stuff, yeah. he was just there cause his brother was bigs, you know what I mean? And so yeah. he's a sidekick towards that. Yeah. And then how he's famous now is being Joe Budden's sidekick. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like this word sidekick. I'm I, saying I think he that, is not the center of attention. He is not, not I mean, he not. is not the reason why people are coming in. The only reason why people know him is because they're coming in to see Joe Budden and he's there. So no, even but, but, when you but, look but, at even But Maul is cool too. Like he has a couple of he has times sure. where it's like, okay, I like I Okay, like what I get that. But I'm saying like everything he all everything that he has, I would say necessarily as far as like with the podcast and all this kind of stuff is not necessarily from his own doing, meaning that like it was Joe Budden that had the pull and all this kind of stuff that could create the platform. And he's benefiting from that. And also, like, I don't think like they're getting connections from Maul. The connections are coming from Joe and all this kind of stuff. Even like back when I, when Joe was doing Love and Hip Hop and all this kind of stuff, Maul was the friend that had to like hold back the women and like all this kind of stuff, play like Peacemaker. Like Maul was the dude that he had to send. Like in, even in the stories, like Maul's the dude he sends out to do the work. Like, like you know, go talk to this person. Go talk to that person. It wasn't like Maul's a shot caller in any sense. So for him to not understand what was going on and to be like, yo, you need to respect me and all this kind of stuff. I was just kind of confused because I'm like, bro, like why did you went at one point where you ever like super equals with any of these guys? Yeah. But I mean, if you're on something like let, let's say this show, mm -hmm. I think I, I, I value everybody's opinion, you know, even if it may have been, you know, necessarily like my doing or i'm putting in like this work and effort and stuff like at the end of the day it becomes something because of everybody's input 
and everybody's sure. valuable to a certain extent. And at the same time, like it's not good business and it's not good practice to disrespect somebody, you know, especially when like in a, in a, in a corporate environment, uh, if you work at Amazon, you don't, you don't talk to, to, to Jeff Bezos on a, on a daily basis. Right. But if you are one of the people that talk to Jeff Bezos on a daily basis, you got to you got to respect that person. Even if Jeff Bezos pull them up from obscurity, they are close enough to the top where you got to say like, OK, you're there for a reason. You're not just a lackey or something like that. You're there for a reason. So if Joe is talking, uh, if Maul is talking to the to the um, to the head of operations at all points in time, his he's valuable. And no, I wouldn't want to be disrespected by somebody just because your name is on the marquee. I, at the end of the day, we still fellas. Like you got to talk to somebody a, a way that makes people recognize. Like I'm not here to disrespect you, but at the end of the day, I make all the decisions. So I I did what I thought was best for us, and I do apologize for making you feel like you were not valuable. But at the same time, like recognize my position. I feel like that's what Joe's doing. He just didn't word it that way. That's what I got from it, though. I think what Joe, like, from what I was watching, Joe was most upset that these guys just bounced. Yeah, definitely. But the fact that they boycotted or whatever it was, like, went on strike, shows that they already know that they aren't at the same level as Joe. Because the boss never goes on strike. The employees go on strike. (sighs) Yes. So... Yeah. That's what I didn't understand about this whole thing. Like, you guys are coming in saying that we are all equals and we all have, we built this together. We're equal and like sweat equity and all this kind of stuff. Well, if you believe that, you would have never gone on strike. Well, I mean, to Maul's point, his whole thing was like, we went on strike and you kept it going. And, I, and he wasn't a big, he wasn't a big fan of that. Right. But then you going on strike already proves that you don't have the same type of, Thing because or like belief that this is your business because you wouldn't just shut down your business over like you know the business uh, has to keep going. No, if you're an owner, you're not shutting down your business. Yeah, you like you're not going on strike and being like I'm going on strike. Like you can't go on strike. It's your own business. Like no, but you can because the thing is, but who are you striking against? But here's the thing: a lot of people do not put a lot of value into their team. To the people that run the business on a daily basis, a lot of companies they they don't put enough stock into the people that do the grunt work and the people that make that turn the lights on every morning and turn it off every evening and count the registers and do all that kind of stuff. Yes, it may be the mundane, just lackey job or whatever, but that's what runs your business. So I do understand the point of Ma saying like, you know, we could have just shut it down for a week because they shut the, they shut the show down whenever they want. And so you could have just shut it down for a week and just talk to all of us, and then we would have got right back. Good. It's your fault we went six weeks without doing it right. True. So as a leader as well, Joe got to make that decision to say, like, okay, do I want to shut this down for six weeks, or do I want to just say, like, yo, we're taking this one day off. We need to all have a conversation and come to the right position. Joe was strategizing. Sure, but he wasn't strategizing it the best way. I don't know. I think he just proved to these guys that, hey, y'all are replaceable. 
We were able I mean, to have this show for six weeks without you. The numbers did not dip. Numbers <laughs> did not dip. Everybody still got paid. We were still entertaining. People were still tuning in. In fact, maybe numbers went up because they people did. were like, I think they went up like thirty percent, paying attention. From what you were telling me, you're reading the comments, and it seems like there was a lot of people that were like cool with. Yeah, they were. They liked the new setup and all this kind of stuff. I kind of liked them. (laughs) So I think Joe was very strategic with it and was like, all right, these guys think that they're the show. Let me show them. And I think it took six weeks for these guys to be like, dang, he still hasn't called me. Yeah, let me get my show back. Dang. like, Oh, uh, no, I think think that you do. uh, To close this conversation out, I think respect is the biggest thing. And just like talk to me in a way where I understand you're the boss, but don't talk to me like I'm a slave. I agree with that. And I think Joe is wrong for that. And I think, but I think these guys also need to understand who they're dealing with because I don't necessarily look at Joe as somebody that they, they're surprised that he popped off like this. Like, yeah, this is what Joe does. Yeah, that's true. He does this at complex. He does like, he spouts off at every single relationship he's been in. Yeah. He did this with, you know, Interscope record. Like this is consistent. Yeah. What's inconsistent is now all of a sudden, because he turned it on you guys. Yeah. Now you guys aren't with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, nah, that's Joe. Now I want to ask you a quick question. You are seeing someone. Uh-huh. And they go to jail. Okay. You're seeing someone and they go to jail. In fact, they go to prison for like five years. Mm. You hold them down? What do they How do? Lo- uh, it doesn't matter. How long it matters. Do have we been <laughs> together before? Uh, like, are we in it or is this like something that's Five new? years. We've been together uh, for three, five years. Three years. Three years. We've been together three for three years. Yes. Three years. Dating or married? Dating. And they're 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 for fi- five years. They got five years. And they told we had this conversation. They're like, you can't get with nobody else. Uh well, that's the question. Because Mendices, Mendices went to prison. His girl held him down, and then they asked him, "Hey, if if your girl went to prison, would you hold her down?" And he was like, "I don't know." Uh. And everyone said, "Why is everybody not built like Papoose?" I think Papoose and Remy are in a much different relationship than Mendeecees and whomever he's with. At Whatever this that moment. girl's name. Mendeecees wasn't holding her down when they were like, when he was free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what, he, how do you expect her to hold him down? At least, he, at least he's honest. <laughs> wasn't Mendeecees the guy that has t- like children with this? Yandy, two that's her name. Yeah. Yandy, Yandy, Yandy. But then he had a kid with somebody else around the same time. Damn, is that what happened? I thought so. Yikes. Damn, well, props to that guy for being really honest then. <laughs> he could have just lied. I don't think Yandy thinks that Mendeecees was going to hold him down or whatever. I mean, she cried. When he said that? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not easy to hear, but. Well, are you going to do it? Actually, the best person to ask is Chris, because Chris has been in a relationship since 2000. That's false. Um, if she was in jail. she She's out five years. Five years? Yeah. Am I holding it down? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Could you? When you got to think about it like that, that's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she was I like, I never liked her in the first place. I, I think it depends on. Um, <laughs> I depends. I think it depends on the relationship. I think if I was so, let me put it this way: if I was on the opposite side, yeah, and um, I'm in a relationship for three years, and I'm going, I'm, I, I'm going to jail for five years. I feel like I would tell the girl that I'm with, "Yo, do you?" Yeah, but what would you actually expect? That. I would exp- I wouldn't I would hope that I'm not selfish enough to think that because of a choice that I made or a decision that I made that her life needs to stop. But at the same time, would she think you just pushing her away? No, I'm gonna have I, I said do you. You doing you could mean you don't you just hold my, me down. That's fine. If that's a choice that you wanna make, but I don't wanna make it that like I don't I want you to do whatever you need to do for yourself. I guess. I mean, I feel like men say that. We're just I'm like, not a- yo, do you? And then when she does do her, you're like, wow. Really? You really about to go get married? Yo. You bought a house with that brother? <laughs> For real? Yo, you're a whore, dog. I'm sure, I'm sure there would be some hurt feelings about it, but and the mature person should come to the understanding that, look, the reason why we're not together is because you made that choice and you got put into jail. It's not because of anything that she did. Well, I mean, Keisha Kr held Gucci down. That, but that's her choice. If it was like she held it down because Gucci said that if you, I mean, well, then let's add the layer. Let's add the layer, Chris. You did five years. Okay, she held you down. Okay. Ten years later, she's got to do five years. Are you like? Mm. That's math. Uh. <laughs> so let's just say she's or you. She's you guys have already been through it, except. Now the shoes on the other foot where exactly. she she's in jail she now and Dang. and she's already been loyal. <laughs> there's, there's so many But the truth is, do you really do you really Can know I come back in December? Do you really know if they've been loyal or not? I mean, let's just say that they have. Okay. I would say so, yeah, why not? I'm no I don't have like this list of people that I'd rather be with if she wasn't around. Oh, you don't. I'm not like running out. What? What? Like, I'm not itching no, you ain't, to you go. Ain't got, you ain't got that. But no, how? How long? How long could you wait? <laughs> how fact. long could I wait? Because you're gonna have to wait five years. Five years is a lot of jargons. <laughs> five Costco, years is a lot Costco, of years. <laughs> buying bulk. Uh, <laughs> think about that. You going from, you know, if you're 30, 35. That's a long time. That's some prime years. That's lasts a long time. That's I'm prime cool real five estate. Years. Five years, cool. I do it. I'll answer. Go ahead. You're not doing it. He said no. <laughs> You're not doing it. Depends. How old am I? This age. Nah. Can't nah. do it. Even if y'all, let's say y'all been together, you got history, like five five plus years. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the history, she held me down. Yeah, okay. And if I'm prime though... Oh That's what I'm saying. Gosh. If I'm old, if I'm like four, 40, late forties, early fifties, I think I'm holding it down. I f- honestly feel like if I was in my early, fo- you said what was it? For late forties, late forties, early fifties, early fifties, I ain't holding you down. <laughs> I'm going out with my real, my real grown man money, and I'm going crazy at the Fountain Blue. Damn, I'm going nuts. What's what's that? Strip club? Uh, no, Fountain it's, Blue. It's like a really fancy hotel in Miami. But everybody, everybody goes there. And right. It's beautiful, and everybody there is beautiful. 
So of course you know I'm about to be walking up to the bar. With but you what's drinking. holding somebody down at that point? Um, a not being with somebody else. So you, but B, what's not handling being their business? What's not being with somebody else? Like just no sex. Look at this guy. He said, "What's the loopholes I can get I'm through?" I'm saying, but what like, what's considered holding yeah. somebody down? Like you can't. You 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 acting like you're in a relationship still. Yeah, basically. you're you're in a relationship. Like you're 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 making sure you're not sleeping with somebody else. You're not going on dates with anybody else. You making sure like you put money on their books. Like you're holding them down, making sure that they're taken care of while they're in prison. If I'm older, I'm de- I, I, I'm holding them down. If I'm young, then nah. Uh... I think I think. I think I could do this a, a solid two and a half years. Wow. Okay. I could do two and a half years, but then after that, my eye will start looking around and all that kind of stuff. After a while, you don't feel like you're in a relationship anymore. It's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. You if know? you're not able to talk to this person all the time, if you're not able to make memories, if everything, like, think about what those conversations are going to be the same conversation over and over What'd and over. What'd you do? Oh, I ate. Yeah. I went to the yard. I I saw another dude drop the soap. Yeah, I thought, hey, I won this time. Yeah, I won this time. That was it. You ever ever had rice aroni? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I don't want to talk about what happened last night. Um, All right. Well, it's good good to know where y'all at. All right, what's next? Um, We could talk about. Elon on SNL? Yes, yes, yes. In the car, I was like, this is what we need to talk about. Okay. So, <sighs> tough talk here. Go ahead. <laughs> Elon Musk. Musky. The man. The, the man who s- still sleeps in his office. The father of Jupiter Gernot. What? There's <laughs> like a numbers in there. Yeah, symbols. yeah random things. The, the husband of Grimes. Somehow. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Love Grimes, though. She got a couple of slaps. Um, he is supposed to host Saturday Night Live, and the people, including the cast members, are big angry. We're talking about uh, the network saying, if you don't want to participate in the episode, you don't have to. Now, according to what I've seen on Facebook, people don't like these specific things about Mr. Musk. A, he said... Coronavirus was stupid. And he said it wasn't he he downplayed coronavirus. Number one. Number two, people don't like billionaires. That's facts. Am I missing something here? Um, I think he tends to have like a more centrist view about like he's capitalist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um you know, I think that uh but see, the thing about it is he's also one of the biggest proponents for green, green energy with the Teslas. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's kind of that conundrum in the sense that he's a very rich person, billionaire, but he's also for the people, Dogecoin, crypto. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was coming up. He was trying to fight for the people when it came to that whole Robin Hood mm-hmm. thing. So, like, yeah, he's smoking weed with Joe Rogan on, you know, on the podcast. So I think most people feel like I think he might have done some stuff with the trans community too. He might have or LGBT. He I don't did know. Something bad. I think he, there was some controversy with that. Mm. I know him and I think Azalea Banks has gone at him for some things. I don't know yeah. what. Yeah, but um, 
yeah, there's some. He's he's definitely in the culture, and he's not afraid to speak. Like he has opinions that I think may be on the opposite side of super far left people. Okay, <clears throat> I think that this leads to a conversation about what is the problem with the things you don't like. Okay, so first of all, someone tell me what is capitalism. Someone tell me. It's a system in which um, economic system in which you are paid for certain services and the market defines what that what your what those services you can get for those goods. I guess okay. the market sets the pri- the value. Okay, so. Capitalism is a political idea where the government is not the uh, primary source for what is and what does. Okay, it is a system where private entities, the people of the country, can freely operate, own, and sell entities and assets. What that means is... Should you find a problem, you privately, as an entity owner, can solve that problem and you can charge for it. The prize for taking risks is called profit. A lot of people take risks. A lot of people fail. Mm -hmm. So there is a prize at the end of that journey. It's called profit. Inequality in wage is more fair under capitalism than the opposite of capitalism. Why? Because it dictates itself by number one, quality, and number two, service. So should you provide quality service, you will earn more profit. Everybody following me? So, with that being said, when we say Elon Musk is a capitalist, understandably so, if he is against bad um, fumes and things that are dis- that is destroying the planet, he has found a solution to this problem in which the prize is profit. Hmm. How many people are like Elon Musk? He's one of one. Hmm. Very odd. If everybody was like that, everybody would be winning. Yep. But he is the one guy that found the solution. He's the one guy who's worth a bajillion dollars and still sleeps in his office trying to find the next solution to the next problem our world is better because elon musk exists so if your big issue is he's a capitalist you better be happy he's a capitalist <laughs> hmm. doesn't he have an accent this he's not he's not american south africa yeah he's south african yeah yeah south african canadian but is it a thick accent 
It's, it's like it's noticeable. Yeah, it's noticeable. It's yeah. there, but he's also it, kind of a weird. It's not guy like too. Trevor That's Noah's, true. but it's like Trevor Noah definitely be putting sauce on his accent. <laughs> I'm from South Africa. Shut up. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was spot that's on. Exactly what he idea. sounds like. No, that's it with his dumb Shit. haircut. Wow. Shit, just kidding. I'm not. Anyway, so if your problem with Elon Musk is that he's rich, then go be rich. You know why? Because you have all of the ability to go own privately your own entity. Go figure it out. Okay? That's number one. Number two, if you don't like that he downplayed COVID, then don't listen to him. Is Saturday Night Live the spot for artists to perform who you agree with? No. Is that what it is now? I thought it was to be entertaining. It's about entertainment. Elon Musk is not only the CEO of a company, he's also a celebrity. Isn't SNL a place that builds celebrities? Yeah. And has celebrities host. Right? So why are you so upset about Elon Musk coming onto the show? But everybody is upset with pretty much every everything that comes on. And SNL. it goes back. Is that true? They got mad at Dave Chappelle for his opening monologue. They got mad Bill at Burr. Bill Burr twice wait, wait, wait. for why, his opening monologue. Why did they get upset with Dave Chappelle? He said something about Trump. He said give Trump a chance. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but yeah. then Dave Chappelle came back and said that he, he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. But, but this but is a little bit different, right? Because these the those guys that came on, that was what they said on the show mm -hmm. that they got backlash for. Nobody was saying Dave Chappelle shouldn't host. Nobody was saying Bill Burr shouldn't host. None of the cast members were like, I'm triggered by this person being on the show, right? It's this because is, they play that part already. They're already entertainers. Right. Yes. But for some reason, when it comes to Elon Musk, you know, SNL had to come out and say that they are like if if these cast members do not or feel triggered or they have this safe space where they don't have to perform on the show for that episode. I don't understand, but it, it's honestly, is he the worst of the worst? No, Donald Trump has been on SNL. Yeah, and and I don't regardless of what who what it is, I think it's more the precedent that's being set is a really bad one, and it goes yeah. back to I think the same thing. That we were talking about with Joe Budden podcast. It's the entitlement of the employee. Because at a certain point, if the employee feels like, hey, I don't want to do this. Like one of the things that Joe Budden told those guys is at what other job can you just leave for six weeks, come back and everything's okay. Mm -hmm. But we're creating these environments where. The, the employees are being entitled and, and to a certain point extent I think there's good to that but your job on SNL is to make people laugh and to entertain mm -hmm. are you saying that Elon Musk will impede your ability to perform why like what 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 why now are you are so what it makes me believe is these people on SNL aren't true comedians or aren't true performers because well, they're activists Okay. Well, Keenan gonna be on the episode. Is he really? I don't know, but you know, Ke you know Keenan's show got a season two renewal. <laughs> Hell yeah! That How show's many great. No, it's not. I've never seen an episode. <laughs> I haven't even seen a trailer. It's trash. <laughs> it's trash. How many episodes are there right now? Hey, but he got he got enough that black, to fit hey, into that, the trash. That Black King got a second season. 
Yeah, congratulations. But come on. <laughs> so either way, back to Elon on the show. I don't really see the big deal. And I also don't. Re- it's not like Elon is Gaddafi. He's not, he's not killing people. Okay, Elon Musk is what some people consider to be our Tony Starks. All right. So what is the big deal? Is it because you're upset that billionaires should not exist? <laughs> Get over it. Because I'm pretty sure the owner of NBC is probably a billionaire too. I don't know who the owner of NBC is because they've been around for so long. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... You've had many, many, many powerful figures come onto SNL. Lauren Michaels probably got a, a bang. Lauren Michaels is extremely rich. Yeah. But he's also the, the guy in the position that gives other people work. So, of course, you're going to kiss the butt of the man who gives you the spoon so, so you can eat. Lauren probably said, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to from his jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> from his private And you know what's boat. sad yeah. is... Elon's been tweeting about this episode, and dude, what he's tweeting is hilarious. He's asking people for skits, and some of the stuff he's come up with, like, is hilarious. I would like he, to see instead it. of Iron Man, he said Irony Man. I've seen that. So that, like, <laughs> you know, he kills people with irony. <laughs> he said, he said, Shark Tank infused with Baby Shark makes Baby Shark Tank. So it's like. Babies that are doing Shark Tank. Like, I, I mean, I'm like, dude, this is, he's funny. Like, and he's a funny and he's a nerd. Like, it's like the perfect combination. And I feel like it could be an amazing episode, but it's like this cloud of just political activism and wokeness and social justice. It's like, but what are you, on. what are you, what are you activizing? Like, what is it? There's this big, view like i think it's the same stuff that people try to come at for the ufc and all this type of stuff like these people that are going against what fauci and the science say and that's what that's a big thing that elon musk has done you know he obviously um stood up to newsom when it came to his factory and Mm -hmm. keeping it open Mm -hmm. He moved, he moved, you know, his headquarters to Texas because of, you know, the regulations in California. Yeah. Um, you know, he's come out and debated pe- the, the, the supposed facts and that, that have been, that people were saying about COVID and said, the, you guys are reading the data wrong. And, you know, basically saying, I don't think he ever said, you know, he just downplayed it. He said, you know, we shouldn't be as fearful as they're trying to tell us. Look, I, I, I completely understand the COVID point. But at the same time, I don't necessarily feel like. I don't think that people should feel as if someone is evil because they have a different perspective than you have. And I will respect someone who is you know, deathly scared of COVID. And I will also respect someone who says it's not that big of a deal. Well, welcome to 2021, my friend. <laughs> well, good luck to Elon Musk. I don't I think have it's going to be a great it. show. I'm I sure think- it will. I will not watch it. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't have TV. So. I think it has you a chance to be a great show. We'll see that. if, uh, if, if, you know, the whole politics side of it doesn't ruin what could be a great moment in SNL. This is true. Uh, it probably will. 
Um, it'll probably the the announcement will be this is the lowest viewed SNL mm. since John Mulaney. And hey, props to Elon for not budging. He's not Why would like he? he's not saying okay. He care. That's what is great about it. It's like that, I'm and that's rich enough to buy you. Is. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you know what? I could just create my own SNL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has enough money to go start his own network. And right. Just, you know, so it's like the 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 anger that people have. Like, get a job. Yeah. Get a, get a job. Pick your battles, man. Just go find something to do with your time. It's Vir- just silly. Virtue signaling is what's killing America, man. Oh. Because that's all it is, is virtue signaling. What you saying, man? We just said, like, they're not upset about their Lauren Michaels, who's a billionaire or close to a billionaire. You know, they're yeah. upset about, you know, Elon Musk making the money because Elon Musk doesn't have the same viewpoints as them. Yeah, but I'm upset that Keenan got a second season. <laughs> That's the take home here, yo. Why they do that to him? Hey, you know, have you seen have you seen uh, Kelby's selective outcry when it comes to defaming a black king? If it's done by him, it's okay. But if it's done by anybody else, shots fired. I can do whatever I want. Exactly, black privilege, baby. <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> All right, what's next? The last thing that I had on my list was, um, did you see, T- nah, oh, okay. there was a TMZ did an interview or like one of those like street, you know, when they go run up to somebody on the street and ask them a question. Mm-hmm. So they found Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, um, my guy. That, uh, my girl. <laughs> yeah, choose your words. Wow. Wow. Sorry, oh, that's sorry, 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 sorry. So that's my girl, hateful. my girl, my girl, my girl, my so girl. So anyway, she okay. was getting into her car, and they asked her about running for governor, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the question um, was, how, like, basically getting her opinion on whether or not she believes uh, trans uh, people should be able to compete in sports um, at a high school and collegiate level as their uh, transgender versus their biological gender. And she comes, she has come out and said that she doesn't believe that trans athletes should be able to compete uh, in other than with their biological gender. Okay. I'm going to say this. Caitlyn Jenner is a person that is controversial, controversial, but I think that she is a person that sees the world with incredible um, with in- incredible sense. And I respect her a lot. And I think she has a very uh, educated view on this. Yes. Because, you know, in her previous life, she was um, uh, a Olympic athlete. Yeah. So I think she understands the difference of her, you know, what what her body is capable of mm-hmm. being born a, a man and, you know, transitioning to now, you know, being a female. I think she understands woman, trans woman. Yeah. I think she understands more than most. Like, I think she actually can give probably one of the most educated opinions as far as whether or not it'd be fair or not. So I've I've. 
listen to what she's had to say over the years of about a few different topics. And, and I think that she comes with a lot of sense. And I think that the difficult thing about being a part of a certain community, you tend to see things w- with those shades on. Group right? think. Yeah, like as a black person, normal, naturally, I will think similarly ab- about many things as other black people will think. Um, but it really kind of takes somebody special to just sometimes, in sometimes, just be like, whoa, wait a second. Let me look at this from a position that is outside of where I stand. So in this situation, Caitlyn Jenner said that she thinks that it's not fair that a transition, a person who has transitioned play amongst the people that they finish it for me. She thinks that you need to be competing where how you were biologically born. Okay. And that in her mind, it's a. it's an issue about protecting women's sports, which I understand. I, I can get I can get that perspective because here's the thing you told me. I don't know enough about this subject, but you told me that there have been trans athletes, male to female, who have competed against, uh, I believe the word is cis mm-hmm. women. Could that be correct? Yes. That's okay. Correct. Cis gendered women and they have blown them out of the water. Yes. Across many sports, namely track and field, weightlifting. Uh-huh. Um, not track and field. Yeah, track and field. Yeah, weightlifting and uh, bike, bike, like whatever bicycle. Okay, so um, <laughs> there has to be that element of making sure that um things are opportunities are fair. Outcome may not be fair. But opportunity should be fair. Right. Okay. So with that being said, um, even in male-dominated sports such as boxing, they are categorized by weight because it's like, hey, if you are too big, you can't fight this guy who's way smaller than you. It's not fair. The opportunity is not fair. In uh, football, they're not going to put a 140-pound woman to play with 300-pound men. It's not fair. So if Caitlyn Jenner says this point, I will have to agree because in general, more often than not, that means 51% of the time, even if a person has transitioned And they take their hormone pills and hormone blockers and they have completely transitioned. There are a few things in them that, yes, that give them that advantage against a cisgendered woman. Now, I don't want to be the person that says, well, you can't play against people. And having a league for trans people could could be very difficult, mainly because. Maybe there's not enough people to create their own league. So now we have this problem. How do we cre- how do we create opportunity for everybody where opportunity is fair across the board? That's the problem to me. It's not so much can they play in this league or not. To me, it's how do we make it fair for everyone? Because I know if I was a cisgendered woman, I would feel a certain kind of way getting into a into a sports debacle with someone who has 
just an advantage over me, and there's nothing I can do to beat them. I can't train harder. I can't be. I can't do anything because they were born better or faster or stronger than I am. And I think where most people that come out against that is in saying, you know what what um, what Caitlyn Jenner said is basically acknowledging that trans women aren't the same as women. But I think a trans person will tell you that they are not trying to be a cisgendered woman. That's not what they are. They are trans women. And that's where I don't know, because I know there's this cultural debate right now of what is gender and gender is fluid and you, you're, you, your gender gender is a social construct and a trans woman is a woman and that there's no difference between a trans woman and a regular woman and i and i i can tell you this because i watched um uh when candace owens was interviewed um marcus lamont hill what you watching that stuff for because i like learning <laughs> and it's two black people okay so I'm trying to learn about your culture, my dude. Yeah. So anyway, no, I, so, I know about your, your, your black teachers. You like <laughs> anyway. So um, Candace asks, can a man, can a man give birth? Mm-hmm. I, I saw this. And he said, yes. I saw. And this. because he, a trans man. So a woman who transitioned to be a man still has the, the female parts to have, children so but that is a man that's having a kid let me let me actually say something about that i think that the difficult thing about trans people is they don't have enough trans people speaking for their community marcus lamont hill is not a trans person and he is just going to say whatever sounds right but the the point that i'm bringing to you is directly from from the trans people that i know and have explained the same thing. Flame Monroe, the two ladies that that you know we spoke to um, on a different podcast, they explained to me, and it shed information upon me that they are not trying to be cisgendered women. That's not what they are. They are trans women. They, there's a term for it. That's what they are. It is not for them to try and trick you to say, "Hey, I'm a cisgendered woman." They are not that. So. I think that Marcus Lamont Hill in that interview was doing his best to try and make sure nobody gets upset with him. But if we're having that conversation purely and honestly, no, a man, just the term man, cannot have a child. However, a trans man can. Does that make sense? does to me. So uh, I think if you come to it with that viewpoint and you're saying, okay, let's just be honest and clear with our words. Um, and what we're saying, then yes, fine. So it goes back to my idea of opportunity in uh, 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 the quality of opportunity. quality of opportunity. A trans person at this moment has nowhere to go. There's not enough trans people to create a trans league. There's not. Uh, it's tough for men, uh, trans women to compete with women. It's tough for a trans man to compete with. Cis men, it's like, what do we do about this? Nobody has a real solution at the moment. 
Well, the problem and is... And we don't want to exclude anybody. The problem is it's only affecting one way. There's not this whole calling of trans men that are feeling like they're being let out of being able to play sports with other men. There is... Say it again? So... There's not a whole bunch of trans men that are saying the NBA won't let me in because the problem right. is trans men aren't good enough to get into the NBA, right? There's not a whole bunch of trans men that are saying... Well, no, I think you should change that. It's not necessarily that they're not good enough to be in the NBA. They are not putting themselves in a position to be in the NBA. There's not a trans man that's good enough to be in the NBA yet that has come out and that could actually be in the NBA that's saying the NBA is not letting me in because I'm a trans Well, man. let me ask you, how many are, have tried? None to my knowledge Exactly So that's what I'm saying They are not Putting themselves in a position I'm not saying they never can be I'm saying there's not A trans person at this point Yes That is good enough To be in the NBA To have this argument No I totally understand What you're saying I'm just saying It's not that they're not good enough It's that We are We haven't seen Somebody put their effort in To go do that Right right Okay got you So you're saying that The real issue is Male to female Correct Because There's already been instances where that has happened because and and it has turned out to where, you know, like, for example, I think out in um, Maine or one of those northeast states, Massachusetts, I think it is. Mm -hmm. There was a, a trans female who used to run as a male before they transitioned mm-hmm. and wasn't very like competitive. Um, then transition became, you know, a female and is waxing people. <laughs> and because of that, the issue now becomes that cisgendered women are now losing scholarships, losing their ability to like, because she ended up getting a scholarship to a university, all this kind of stuff. And like the, the trans yeah. person. And, uh, you know, that obviously took a spot from a cisgender woman who, you know, doesn't feel they're on the same playing field because they were born with different abilities. That's kind of like the same thing that people say about affirmative action. Um, I don't necessarily think it took a spot away only because if, if we are looking to transition our society into one that is truly inclusive, then the spot for them has to exist anyway. But it took a spot away if it's if you don't believe that it it only it took a spot away if you don't believe that a trans woman should be competing against cis women. Again, that's the dilemma. You know, um, that's that's the dilemma. How how do we make sure that it, this is totally fair for everyone? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what. I, I don't know, uh, but I, I do respect, back to Caitlyn Jenner, I respect her, her her viewpoint on this because not only was she an athlete, she she was she's also a trans person. So I respect it, and I think that it comes with clear, deep thought about things. And I do recognize that the family is not a huge fan of uh, her running for governor and f- for her position, which I don't necessarily think it's because they don't like her point. Her, they don't think that she's qualified for the job. I think it's just, they just don't like her point of view on things. Yeah, and she's running as a Republican, which is like um, 
I guess, kind of like counterintuitive when it comes to the culture. Yeah. And you know what? I think Except, it's. But it doesn't make sense because Car- uh, Kim did a lot of work with Donald Trump. A lot. Right. You know? Um, so I think that it's just one of the dilemmas that we're in. But at the same time, like, how many people from the trans community are playing in sports? How many people, how, many, how, how big is this issue? Like, how ginormous is this issue? Where. Well, I think that's where things are changing because it's not about how many people it affects. Now issues are becoming bigger, even if it affects a small percentage. Because if you think about most of the things that are that are big deals now, it's not because it affects a huge portion of anything. It's because it affects even one person. And if it's unjust, then it becomes it becomes a situation. I mean, it's true. You know, everybody's opinion, uh, everybody's experience matters. But the tough thing is there's always going to be 40% of people who who just have it rough. It just is. You know, you we it is impossible to satisfy everyone. So uh, I think that we just have to keep this in mind and do our, the best that we can to make sure that things are fair. We definitely don't want um our women um in a position where they they cannot compete they cannot overcome obstacles because they just they just were not born a certain way you know and that, and I do think that that's important um it's important it's an important issue to try and um overcome um but I don't want to leave a community out of sports or whatever it is uh, it's rough i don't know i don't know what the answer is you know <laughs> it's it's so like i don't know i don't know yeah i mean i think there it is a very tough tough to, tough choice i guess or a tough like s- solution i think it's just i get upset with people that try to act like there's no difference there's a difference because I started watching mixed relays in track and field mm-hmm. and they're starting to do this. And I think it's going to be in the Olympics when the, whenever the Olympics happen and they do like a four by 400 mixed relay. And there is a huge difference between the men's time and the women's time. Mm-hmm. And it's not close. So to act like, and this is the best women that are there and the mm-hmm. best men that are there. Mm-hmm. So these are all Olympic athletes and there's not one woman who's running faster than, you know, the, the, than the, the men. So I just think that, you know, we got to be realistic with it. We got to also be empathetic and sympathetic. And, you know, unfortunately, when we talk, when these topics do get discussed on a national platform, they're driven by emotion versus logic and you know it's not really about solutions it's about once again virtue signaling and 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 virtue signaling doesn't create solutions it just creates more divisiveness and you know it gets the solution ends up getting lost yeah i'm glad i don't play sports (laughs) y'all can can have my spot (laughs) you can have my spot oh man what a mess I don't know. I like I don't think I've ever not known something more than right now. Have you um so you say you have like a lot of trans friends? 
I have a few trans friends, yeah. Have you ever dated somebody who's trans? <laughs> no. I haven't dated somebody who is trans. However, um one time I went on a I went on an outing. What kind of outing? <laughs> it was a, it was, you know, like an like an internet match. Like Tinder swipe? <laughs> <laughs> was it Tim or was, was it Jivan Sati? I mean, uh, <laughs> yo, don't play with you. Don't play with. Don't play was with. Was this Bumble friends? Don't play with Javon. <laughs> I like Javon Sa. That's a good website right there. So I I, I swiped. You know what I mean? Wow. And, it, and the thing is, you know, on those on those swipeable apps, you don't really pay attention to what you swipe it. That's a lie. I don't. Okay. Because the thing is, like, okay, when I started getting on them. In 2013, I realized that I I would have a problem. I would be like, oh, man, I really hope this person swipes back and likes sure. me and all this stuff. And then you swipe and you get that instant like, damn, they hate me. They didn't even swipe back on me, right? And maybe you don't pay attention to the swipe, but you definitely pay attention when you start texting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I got into a match, you know, like a, a match with somebody. Uh-huh. And, you know, we had a conversation and... And I was like, okay, this is a cool person. It's not really my type per se. Why wasn't it your type? Um, or she your type? I should say. Uh, I I just think like I wasn't super attracted. Okay, but I was. But I was like, this is a pretty person. Like you know, I just maybe I should not be so picky. That's the thing that a lot gotcha. of my friends tell me too. Like. Stop being so picky, you know. So I was just like, let me just talk to it, you know. And I talked, and it was it was cool actually. And I went out. I went to the location that you know we we decided that we was gonna meet up at. And then, homegirl drove up to the spot. What was your first impression? I said, "Damn, that's a little Hyundai." <laughs> that ain't the Elantra. That ain't that ain't that's a crooked ace for real. <laughs> Two door. So then she stepped out of the car, and I, that's when I said, yo, that car is real small because she was 6'3". Whoa. So she's taller than you. By, by three inches. Wow. And so she came out of the car. I was like, oh, snap. And. <laughs> Did you know she was that tall from Twitter? <laughs> yes, I did. I knew she was tall, but I didn't know she was 6'3". Okay. All right. So she told me like I'm six three. She said I'm tall. Are you gonna have an issue with that? And she asked me how tall I was. I said I'm five eleven, six foot on a good day. And she said, Are you gonna be weird if I'm taller than you? And I was like, Man, I don't care. And so that happened. So homegirl came out of the car, a head to the sky, top of a hair touched the palm trees. I mean, (laughs) big tall avatar. Lamar Odom. Ooh, you was feeling like Ann Carter? <laughs> so, I got candy. So, you know when tall people walk past the sun, it's an eclipse. Oh, so my you walk past, I was like, hello. And then I noticed something. This is not to make fun of her, but I noticed she had a five o'clock shadow. And I was just like, oh. Oh, I think I'm in a specific. I mean, I think I'm in a specific thing here right now, and I couldn't. Yeah, 
So anyway, we went in, we got our meal, we chatted it up, didn't ask me a single question about me. Not one. So then I said, well, this person's real. Well, hold up. We can't just be breezing through this date real quick. What a date. What was the conversation? I'm going to tell you. So the conversation was about their family life, what they wanted to do. They, like, it was all about... Um, what they wanted to do in school. I was asking all types of questions, but I was being real strategic with the way I was asking. I was like, if you got like a big secret and you got to tell somebody like, what would that secret be? <laughs> you dumb in hell. That's, that's the worst strategy I've ever heard. And I was like, if you got something like you really feel like you got to tell somebody like in this kind of setting, like what would it be? And, and she would be like, well, I love podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. So are you trying to say that she's trans? All right. So I was trying to figure it out. That's so you weren't sure. I'm not sure. Okay. All these years later, I'm not sure. I don't know. But um, the signs were there. It was like somebody who didn't, who was still in the process, you know, because the, you know, maybe they didn't have the laser hair removal, you know, process yet. The voice was a little still, you know, <clears throat> deep. Um like the conversation I had with the two trans ladies last week or two weeks ago that I I guess that there's a process that they go through where they're like, okay, when we're doing the transitioning, we kind of lay low, you know, and then we pop back out and it's like, okay, you know, but so it kind of, I kind of felt like I was in a, in a situation with somebody who was just like, I ain't laying low for nobody, you know? So I felt a little bit weird because I figured I feel like you would tell me, you know, like if we're in this thing and we met for romantic reasons, purposes, you would tell me. But that's when the confusion started happening, because an hour later, you still didn't tell me. So then I was like, well, shoot, maybe it's a maybe it's a cisgendered woman. And I'm just like, maybe she's just built different. So I don't I don't know. That's why I still say to, to this day. I really don't know, but she she had everything that, you know, the average fellow would have. Even to the point when she went to the bathroom, I, my ears perked up. I was like, man, how does the pee going to hit the water? You went how close for you to the bathroom. You went into the bathroom? No, I didn't go into the bathroom. But I tried to hear because it was like a close, it was like a close space. So I was just trying to hear, like, is it gonna hit the water the oh, way? Is it no. gonna hit the water the way that a guy oh, would hit the water? No, 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 no. If you on a date yes. and you gotta listen to somebody pee, that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Like, you the creepy one. Yo, you I, are the creepy I, one. What's yes, wrong with you? Yes, but I was trying to figure it out. I was like, if you're not gonna tell me, somebody, somebody, like, I got to find out some way because you're not going to tell me and I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be like, you know, have you ever asked a woman if, she, like, when the baby's due and she's not pregnant? I felt like that's, I was in that situation where Never. I was like, I don't want to say, like, are you a trans? And then they, like, get upset or I don't know. I didn't want to do the wrong thing. So it was, I was just trying to be as polite as possible, as kind as possible, not single anybody out, but I still wanted to know. So when the pee hit the hit the water, I was like, "This sounds like unisexual pee." 
Unisexual? Yeah, like, you I know how know a guy... He can be gender specific. <laughs> nah, it can, because a guy, like... Into the water. Uh-huh, and then the ladies have, the like, ladies that go? nice, soft, like... Twinkle, twinkle, you know, so that's what I thought, but then I it was like, I don't, think, I don't think that's right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think that's know. Right at all. So Neil, you asked. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to find out, but it did. It sounded like just regular pee, and it was a unisex bathroom. <laughs> you keep saying regular pee. Yeah, it's not a thing. <laughs> I don't know. What. <laughs> oh man! So what um, happened on the second date? There was no second date, <laughs> but you know what though? You know there was a second. There was no date. second date, but she was so nice because she was like, at first she was like, like, do you not like me or something? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm, I'm just not attracted to you, and I'm just, you know. And she was like, Oh, I really appreciate you know you being kind about this and all this stuff. And then she later wrote me and was just like, yo, I was really trying to, like, push up on you and all this stuff. And I recognize that that's wrong. And if you had done that to me, it would not have been okay. And my actions were were bad. And I appreciate you, like, just treating me with kindness, even though most of this thing was just awkward. But you did not... You did not make it awkward. Hey, look at Kelly trying to make himself look good in this. No, situation. no, but I did. But like, I mean, all this stuff could be made up. No, right? no, 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 no. The message she said. Also, I saw you trying to watch me pee. So <laughs> I didn't try to watch. I didn't try to watch. You did. I didn't try to watch her pee. Yeah, and you've done it multiple times because you're over here trying to be like when a woman, when a woman, when I hear a woman pee, it sounds like this. And when I hear a man pee, so that means you just be listening to people pee. That's just what I figured. You know, I'd be watching TV and the woman just be like, oh yeah, I'd be watching. TV. TV. Nah, that's right. Yo, you nasty. I don't know, hey, but I was just nasty. trying to figure yo, it out. Kelby's nasty, yo. What's what's nasty about that? You, you listen to over somebody tr- like listen to me. <laughs> me doing it. You yes. going out of your yes. way at a restaurant to that's follow this person to the bathroom? That I you didn't follow feet. them to the bathroom. It was a small location. Right. Did you went to the bathroom? I could hear it, but I I turned my other right. senses off. I can't nah, ain't no way you could be in a restaurant and hear like, somebody pee as well. It, it, it was not. It was trust me. It was a small little nah, restaurant. I don't trust you on this one. And it was a unisex bathroom. Oh, here we and go. And I just said, well, let me go ahead and just perk my ears up, uh-huh. see if right it on, hits right the on. water Yo. extra hard. You are you are digging. Digging that hole that you digging right, in right listen, now. Listen, man, the people gonna be on my side. <laughs> yeah, right. right. So at all the end right. of the message, did you ask her? Ask her what? No, the, qu- the no. question that she Jesus, wanted answered. No, I'm not gonna ask. Right. I'm not gonna ask. It's not like like I said. I wanted to approach it with just. I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't want to say the wrong thing, but at the same time, I did want to find out. Do you think it's disrespectful that if she is a trans woman, that she didn't tell you up front? Um, I, I, yeah, I think so. I, I think agree. you, I think you have to give people the opportunity to know what they're getting themselves into. Um, not that it's bad or anything. It's just preference, right? It's just like, not even just, yeah, I, you know, preference or what you identify as and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, just like somebody doesn't want to be in a situation to find out is something else later on. It makes people feel like. Uncomfortable. It's about trust. You know, if you are coming into this as a as a person who likes me and I like you 
Let's build this foundation on, on trust. Sure. And I wouldn't want to feel tricked. I wouldn't want to feel like you withheld information just so that, you know, you, I, you could try to get me or whatever. Like, you know, so many things could happen, pass through your brain about what the situation is. So if you are not ashamed of who you are and you, you, um, if, if you really believe in, in, you know, what, what situation you've gone through, then yeah, I will be upfront and honest because the honest, the honest truth is, uh, there are, there are plenty of women who have told me like, yo, I don't talk to black guys and I don't take it. I don't take it a certain kind of way to say, like, oh, my gosh, you're racist. Blah, blah, blah. I just say, oh, OK, got it. Like, you know, in your world, you don't talk to black guys. And it gives me the opportunity to just keep it pushing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't choose to be black. And she, the person did not choose to be trans. So just give, you know, just being upfront and honest with people, I think, is the the best thing that you can do, um, especially if you're putting yourself into a position with people who are, you know, you know, you're looking for love or you're looking for a connection, something like that. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's just the same. Like if I had a kid, I would ex- I, w- I would assume or if, if I'm d- if I'm meeting somebody or we're on a date and she has a kid, you know, I think that's information that needs to be said because, you know, that's stuff that you need to know. OK, maybe there's a another, you know, baby daddy in the situation or like, you know, obviously your your movements are going to be different if you have a kid, like you're not going to be as free as maybe a single person, you know, like it's just mm-hmm. all that information is necessary if it's going to be like something that can move forward into something. So It's true though, because there was a guy at the gym who, who told me one day he was like fighting with his girlfriend and he went a year without telling her that he has a child, but the child is an adult. So in his eyes, he was like, man, my kid's 19, like, it's whatever. And she was like, how could you go a year without telling me you have a child? And never bringing it up, never speaking about it. And he was telling me, like, right? Like, she's tripping, right? She's tripping. It's my child. And I was just like, bro, the thing is, if you are building a relationship with somebody, it's about trust. And it's about you know, being open and honest. Mm-hmm. And so if you have something as hugely life-changing as a child and you're hiding that child or you don't want to say something about, you don't want to say you have a child, clearly you're hiding something. You could be hiding much more. Yeah. So her brain is immediately going to go to like, next, like <laughs> he, he must be hiding about mo- He must be hiding uh, money or he must be hiding something. I know how this dude would answer if he's holding her down. Hell no, nah, he ain't holding nobody down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, he he looked at me. He was like, "Why would you agree with her?" I was like, "It's not that I'm agreeing with her, but it's just weird. Like, wh- why would you go a year dating someone, a year of intimate moments, talking deeply about yourself and what you want out of life, and just be like, oh, 'Oh, I'm not gonna mention I have a child.' Yeah, what you doing this weekend? I'm hanging out with my uh, my cousin. <laughs> what? <laughs> And the girl, he was telling me that he, she, she was like, you had so many opportunities to tell me that you had a child because she had a child. After wow. a year, Yo, this dude, how are you not going to go meet your this significant dude other's family? So, I mean, he, that happens. So what he told me was him, him and his son had an argument. When the kid turned 18, he went to, he went to college. And um, 
there was some kind of financial beef about like paying for the school and whatever. He w- he said he was going to pay for the school. The dad paid for it, but then the son did something and it ended up being like more than the dad said he was going to do. So they had this big blowout and he essentially deleted the kid from his like life. Is your friend 50 cent? No, no, but he's buff. He built like 50 cent pretty much. But he, in his mind, he was just like, I wasn't thinking about my son because we had beef. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like, so, (laughs) so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think that's the only thing your friend's probably lying to her about, but that's, that's the point, (laughs) you know, that's the point about this whole conversation is if you are pursuing me now, let's say like we just friends, like one of my friends, I promise you, I had no clue three years into our friendship that she was trans. I had zero clue. What? No clue. She never said anything about it. She never spoke about it. Nothing ever. It wasn't until I saw her on TV and she was playing trans roles like over and over and over. And I was like, what, what, why are you like playing this one role? It's kind of weird that you're just playing this one role. And then she shared an article that was like the next like trans actors in Hollywood. And I was like, oh, snap. Right. But like we're friends and I understand if that's not something that you just tell people, you know what I mean? Like I get it. But if you're if we are building this relationship off of like, you know, we might be dating, we might intimate. Yeah. You know, all these things like tell tell me. You know, right up front, and then that way I could I can make the decision to say like, oh, you know what, I'm so sorry, but you know this is not what I, you know, this is not okay with me. But we can still remain friends. It's not that I don't, you know, whatever. But you know, it's just not how I swing. But if you remove the opportunity from people to make their own decisions, then you know, then it leads to so many bad things. So it's scary. So there's that. All right. Chris. Talk to me. Did you start your new gig? I start tomorrow. You have to go to the office? I have to go to a print shop in my old neighborhood. <clears throat> I guess the first day is... you In, in Selena? In what? What's the name of the city? In Echo Park. Echo Park. Well, it's it's at Water Village. It's down the street. But um, I guess your first day at the company, they bring you to a print shop and they just have you tour it and stuff like that. I don't have to bring anything, so... I'm just going to go walk a print shop. Excited? Yeah, man. It's going to be really cool just figuring stuff out that I already know how to do pretty much versus <laughs> having to go do paperwork and file stuff. And Oh, it's not going to be a whole, a whole bunch of paperwork? Mm-mm. I'm the media department pretty much, so it's just video and editing. Damn. Sure. You have to use your own stuff? Oh, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Because he has equipment. I actually found out uh, I'm the first employee from Los Angeles. They're all based out of Chicago. Oh, no. So. I've been trying to go to Chicago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to go there. It's dope. It's dope. Is the winters are terrible, but the summertime is really cool because they, they you know, the winters are so terrible, so they really maximize their summertime. Oh. And they have, like, mad food festivals. Like, the city puts on a lot of stuff for free for the community. Dang. And so, That's like, cool. there's just a lot of good vibes there's a lot of great food there you know a lot of you know you could you can do a lot like you, you can 
go to the city and do a lot of stuff and never be bored type of stuff. So yeah, yeah I, I want to go. I want to go. Uh, that'd be down. Um, oh yeah. So the world is the world is 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 opening back up, and I saw the other night that uh, Takashi performed at a festival in Florida with fifteen thousand people. Mm-hmm. Fifteen thousand people. Just to think, three months, four months ago, it was like, don't breathe. Yeah. I mean, yo, Takashi. Does that mean Takashi's all the way back? Well, he was at a festival. So he was just on the yeah, but the fact that he's still getting actual like yeah, I mean the people were there invite the people there and and he did get invited yeah. So I personally think that yeah he's back. Like how, how could he not be? You know, um, I don't think people have a real big issue with the snitch thing. To be honest, I I don't I don't care. Like it has nothing to do with me, <laughs> so, right? You know, but my whole thing was more like when I look at the clip, am I looking at COVID? In the face With this many people I don't think so I mean the UFC The weekend before Put on an event With 50,000 people 1-5 or 5-0 1-5 Damn Florida don't care at all yeah, But it's not that no I, masks. I honestly feel like It's not that they don't care I just think that They're like Yo Let's just Let's just Power through Yeah You know I mean they They take precautions Like they obviously the it's not just the same way you'd come in and even at the festival i'm assuming you know it's just not you walk in i'm sure they're doing some kind of testing with temperatures and you know like at the end of the day it's a lot about self-accountability and holding like if you're feeling sick if you have symptoms like you know stay home like yeah and and um yeah i mean florida's been doing this for a long time and i don't know how their numbers are. I'm not doing the research and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, I don't think it's, it's very high. I think they, they've done a lot better. And I'm really looking forward to watching Hamilton this year on July 4th. (laughs) That's what's up. I told y'all that's what I did last year with the dog. Yeah. It was lit out here. Yeah. That's surprising that the dogs weren't scared of the fireworks. No, they was just like, yo, we've been cooped up in the house a couple months, man. (laughs) <laughs> we know let's just yeah let's go outside um chris did you used to go to those july 4th parties with me oh i think that might have been before your time no i don't think uh, so there was this there was this girl Kristen. she used to throw the greatest july 4th parties in la and then now they're all like married or whatever but uh you know when they were all single it was just it was great you know it's like flashbacks just be coming back and people what makes a great july 4th party well, A, they had great food. Mm. That's number one. Barbecue? Barbecue. And I'm not a huge barbecue fan because I feel like people either they burn it or they don't know how to season the food. So it just tastes like... But Oh, so they're not using frozen patties and nah, hot nah, dogs nah, and nah, nah. They go out there, they kill the cow right there in the moon. <laughs> so Kristen would have these guys who would come and it was always like the best networking too because it would be like she was in the industry, you know, so the people would come would be like, a Chinese Oscar winner or something like that. And you would just be like, damn, like every single time it was just great vibes. They had DJs. They had like the little bubble things, like bubbles flying all over the place. People running around, squirting each other. Like it was a vibe. You know, you go out there, they play the right music. It was, uh, she used to have like the right type of fans. So you were never that hot. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, yeah, this is this is it. 
And people still are like, yo, you're going to throw the July 4th party? And she's just like, bro, I have kids. Right, <laughs> you right, know, right, right. I, I don't know if, if Kristen has kids or whatever, but her the people that she used to throw the party with, they're all adults now. Right. So, you know, they don't be doing none of that stuff anymore. Right. But um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that um, this year in L.A., like something goes down and we just have a good, good, crazy time. That's what I'm hoping for. We need a good old fashioned hydrant pop. What, what you saying? <laughs> what is it? Hydrant. Hydrant like, pop. Yo, did you know that there was like a big old hydrant pop, I guess, right down the street? Really? From here? Yeah. Like the 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 uh LAFD, they were just spraying the water everywhere. There was no fire, nothing. Dogs were running in it and stuff. That's what we need, man. All that stuff. Yeah, they were just out there just not, summer summer's coming. It's not summer if it's not Summer's pop. coming. Yeah. 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 That's like big New York vibes. Facts. You know, yeah. Um, all right, let's close it out. What what y'all are looking forward to this week? New job. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything like super exciting, but just blessed to have another week, man. Make another paycheck. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm excited about hopefully making some more money. That's facts. I'm on a getting out of debt thing, and I'm doing it in large chunks. You should. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm just like, how can I get out of debt super, super quickly? And it's happening, and I would like to um, get to that point like that. Like, by the end of the year, there's a couple of things I want completely paid off. So I go into next year, student loans, student loans, student loans, student loans, because learning Shakespeare is surprisingly expensive. Expensive. <laughs> surprisingly. Like, yeah. more expensive than you can even imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shakespeare was like, he dope, but, like, he's not Jay. <laughs> oh, I forgot. DJ Khaled dropped an album. Y'all listen to it? No. Nah. It's trash anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> that was a fast conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Done with that. No, nah, they had a couple songs on there. Uh, like Body in Motion. Oh, you were saying her is all over it. Her has a couple albums. She has a song with the Migos. It, it's cool. But you gotta check it out. Yeah. yeah. You love her. I love her. Yeah. She's great. I never seen her eyes. No. Yeah. It's a mystery. That's about it. Michael B. Jordan put out a new movie. I watched half of it at the barbershop. I know. All right. That's about it. We are uh, the men on the internet. You can find us on the Instagram. MOI podcast. Moi podcast. On Instagram. <laughs> there you go. You got to put a little <laughs> on there. A little en français. Okay. And then uh, you can please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when we're going to say more inappropriate things. If you have things that you want to say to us, don't hold back. Get into the comment section and let us know how you feel. That way, Sunil and I can cuss you out the week after. (laughs) Until next week. Men on the Internet Podcast. Find us on every podcasting app every Tuesday. Full episodes on YouTube every Thursday. And clips on YouTube throughout the week.